Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Right. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Live on all the internet's webs and tubes, it's Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Live on Indie Media Weekly Radio, streaming worldwide, and podcasting who the fuck knows where, this is Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert for Saturday, March 10th, 2018. This is Adam Hebert. It is not another one of those horrible, evil robots. Whoever hired those robots, robots is fired! Well, see you guys. It's been real. <laughs> Get your ass back here, John. Anywho, uh, yeah, so last week we had to do the Best of Nerd Talk Volume 10. I really enjoyed making it. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, uh, Unfortunately, there was just nothing I could, you know, do to get out of that closing shift. Uh, hey, work sometimes is... It hard. happens. Yep. Don't overstress it. So, uh, you know, I was the only person who could do it. So, Yeah, don't go. worry about it. I mean, sometimes you hit Super Saiyan 3, and sometimes you just... Hit Super Saiyan One. It's okay. <laughs> you'll get you'll get the two someday, John. I promise. <laughs> I've already mastered that. Oh no, my max is three because I I'm a huge fan of Go Tanks, so my max is three. Okay. All right. Is that when you is that when you glow and little pebbles float around you as you're screaming? That that's any super saiyan level. Yeah. yeah, that's that's when I yell really loudly and my hair grows like super long and super luxurious. Nice. Yeah. And and the blood vessels are popping out of your skin as you're. Yeah. It's an instant weave. Yeah, instant and weave. and I lose my eyebrows for some reason. Oh boy. Huh. Oh. oh. Those Interesting poor, side effect. Those poor eyebrows. Yeah, so that means you can't groom them, Adam. <laughs> oh, believe me, I am that good. I will find a way. He will pencil them in for you. 
There you go. <laughs> Just so I can groom them. <laughs> well played, Michelle. Well played. Sam Sharpie will travel. <laughs> now we're getting into Jigglypuff territory there. <laughs> Shall we do the introductions? Yes, yes. I did not forget. Anyway, Miles. (laughs) Down. Anyway, join me as always out of the great city of Missoula, Montana. The King of Montana approaches with his war cats, boots, and snowflake, Mr. John Kendall. Woo! Yay! Cheers! Yay! Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and also joining us in the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master Mike Check Radio, uh, Michelle Legon. That is me. I'm ready to go. Now, I, I do have a question, since we got our next yes, session coming up soon. So is our little group going to get, like, our own personal Gilmore or Pumat Sol, you know, later down the road? Um... I'm not I... talking like literally Gilmore or Pumat, so I'm saying like an analog to them. Um, I cannot say. <sighs> Damn it, I hate waiting. I hate waiting. Yeah. I hate waiting. I hate waiting. I hate waiting. I hate waiting. <laughs> anyway, also joining us on the great city of Missoula. Oh, uh, uh, no. <laughs> not Missoula. Not Missoula. No. <laughs> uh, Port he would Lucy. wilt in that cold. Uh, I'd, cr- <laughs> I'd, I'd crumple up into crippled. a little ball. It would not be a good thing for him. <laughs> my back Anyhow. muscles totally cramp up I'm sorry go ahead Miles Lagon, the G- GM Galaxy Master of our fine program yes hello and I still haven't collected enough money to pay off my porn star mistress but uh, getting there well you know I was actually thinking about doing a fundraiser to help us pay for the expenses related to going to AWA but I suppose we could use it to pay off your porn star mistress instead. You still haven't got my money yet, Lagan? What the hell? <laughs> no, I haven't. Anyway. Now, I'm disappointed. I was expecting a threesome. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I'm going to plead the fifth. <laughs> Why so anyway... Yeah, so we took last weekend off. I wasn't going to ask Kenny to, to bail me out because he's been working his ass off. In fact, we had to order him like three spare asses. Uh, yes. Those are expensive. Thankfully, we, yeah. get a discount, we get a discount at Asses R Us, so, you know. And, and they're defective, too, because they always come with cracks in them. Uh, <laughs> is this an NRA discount, or was that discontinued, too? No, that was discontinued. Oh, bugger. Uh, you know, they yep. well, they figured it was redundant because the NRA is a bunch of at horses asses, so I why know. give them a discount yeah. on extra asses? Now the, NRA, now the NRA's really taking it in the ass. That I've done. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you you have to realize when you're a station manager and station owner, you have to make sacrifices. Oh, yes, But we yes. love him for making those sacrifices. Oh, yes, we do love Kenny. And he will be on at the bottom of hour two. So we're going to... Uh, some news. Uh, we discussed this after I got home last weekend. And um, we're pretty much all in consensus about moving to a more nerd talk-oriented format. 
Um, so sometime close to our sixth anniversary, which is the first Saturday of June, because that's when I launched this program. Uh, so Saturday, June second, sometime. Maybe before it, maybe after it, but sometime in that general, excuse me, time frame, we'll be going to a two-hour ner- two Nerd Talk format. And to, to make this even more enticing, if the Democrats take the Senate in the midterm elections, I will likely consider my job as a political commentator done, and we will probably go to a full three hours of Nerd Talk. Uh, I'm not making any promises, but uh, if we did do this, of course, Kenny would have to, you know, help me out with finding an outlet for my political interests. You know, if only he had a show of some sort to help me with that, that, I, you know, scratching that political itch. I and only say, if he wanted you on that show to scratch that political oh, itch. He had me on last so. night, you bastard! But so. that was to play a game. I would say that if we went three hours and something really, really nice happened, like, for example, the news came out that Trump got impeached, we could just kind of just let a little bit of nerd talk go and talk that about that. I still, you know, the thing is that I do enjoy talking politics. I really do. So, like I said, if we have to continue fighting Shitler, I'm not likely going to make that switch until, you know things in this country right. However, if the Democrats find their balls and win the Senate say, eh, yeah, Schittler, uh, we're not going to be able to find time to confirm any of your federal nom- judiciary nominees. Sucks to be you. Sorry, motherfucker. Um, I'll be more comfortable making that switch. But, uh, okay. you know, th- I'm not saying we're definitely going to do it. I'm not saying no. we're not going to do it. I'm saying we're gonna we're gonna wait and see, but for the you know we we are definitely gonna be looking at the two one format uh, change in uh, sometime in June. That's gonna be the soft launch for that. Yeah, I, I've the predictions I've seen show it to be a, a pure toss up. Uh, yeah, but I, I, if it's a toss up with the Republicans in charge, I think I think it's gonna be a lot worse than they're expecting because they have just so badly fucked this country up in in a year and three months i mean they've just fucked everything up and people are mad you know trump i know the republicans don't realize just how angry people are because they live in in the fox news bubble they live in the town hall bubble they only get news from state sanctioned sources like good little fascists that they are can you imagine ted cruz losing Oh, believe me, I want Ted Cruz to lose. Did you hear? I do, too. He was making fun of Beto O'Rourke for, for going by Beto. You know, yeah, no, you, may, yeah. you may not want to open that can of worms, Raphael. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. He tried to brush it off as comedy, but yeah, no, the intent was clear. Very clear. You know, I mean, this is, this is a man who goes by his middle name of, and it's not, you know, it's a nickname. Nope. Ted. Yep. You know, he should be going, you know, I, I, you know, Theodore, <laughs> the people would probably accuse him of being one of the chipmunks. Uh, I don't understand why people think I'm a chipmunk. God damn it. First Hollywood had to ruin my childhood with their three abortion of a movie. Wait, 
three abortions of a movie. Wasn't and it now four? And now Hugh Hebert? Wasn't what it four? Wait, 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 what? wait. Wasn't it four? Oh, God, four abortions is worse than three. Son of a yeah, bitch. Because was I mean, there was the... The road. Tr- there was the original chipmunks, the chipmunks to the squeakquel, and then the one where they, where then the oh one where God. they introduced the 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 girl chipmunks, and then the road chip. How in the hell do you know this? <coughs> because I used to have to sell DVDs. Duh. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> a tall girl chipmunk with the glasses is a little hot. It's the same. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, uh, you know, Michelle. You might think you might think Michelle's doing, but I heard her laugh. <laughs> she, I, I, if muted. I were Mich- if I were Michelle, <laughs> I'd be worried about you meeting, say, Laura Bailey at AWA 2018 if she shows up. What? Oh, I'm not worried about anything. <laughs> no. Future mother, Laura Bailey. Hey. Congra- oh yeah. Congratulations, Congratulations to Laura Bailey and Travis Willingham. Yeah, she's got um, that. She's got that hunk of a of a, of a boy. So yeah. hey, no, you know, um, I'm not worried at all. I, I've heard from people who've met her that they've wanted a child for a long time, and I'm I'm so glad that they're, you know, that uh, they're getting what they what they want. Um, Practice makes perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is true. And I, and I have also heard she has a dice addiction. Yes, she is a woman after my own heart. Yes. So hey. She doesn't have a dice problem. She has a dice solution. Get your words <laughs> straight. No, I said addiction. It's not a problem. It's an addiction. <laughs> an addiction is a addiction is a pejorative. Ergo, problem. <laughs> uh, but you know, I've been wondering what what an appropriate episode of Mystery Science Theater would be to give to a newborn infant. I'm thinking Prince of Space because who doesn't love Crankor? We love Crankor on this program. I mean, come on, Crankor with that with that laugh. <laughs> the obscenely obnoxious children, the inept prince of space, the no, chicken I'm, I'm man. I'm more like I'm thinking like Mer- Merlin's magical shop or whatever. What oh, that? you Merlin? wouldn't give that to a baby. Yes, I would. That is a, a terrible game- movie for a child. A gaming baby? Oh, hell yes, I would. They burn <laughs> a cat alive. What is wrong with you? What is, is the gaming? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Let's show the baby the bad movie where a cat gets roasted alive. Oh, and the ch- a- and the child almost gets killed by the symbol banging monkey. Really? That's the movie you want to give? Oh, the, child ha- okay. the child has to learn early okay. what dangers lurk in the world. Can so- we go back to talking about how hot the second girl chipmunk was? <laughs> no, you give a newborn baby uh, werewolf. So you can adequately <laughs> teach them how to say werewolf and not War-wolf. muck it all up. Warwolf. Yeah. 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 This is the, you watch this movie, baby, baby. Uh, what are we calling it? Baby Bailey Ham. This is how this do not repeat any of the forms of werewolf in this movie. That is not how you say werewolf. Good, good idea, hey, John. The, the baby already has its own character sheet, so or one for the parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although it looks like Travis is going to ruin the baby by making it a football fan. That... 
How can you tell someone isn't a fan of football? They'll fucking tell you about it. <laughs> so. Anyway. Uh, sorry. Oh, type away. We'll just talk amongst ourselves. Yes. <laughs> so what's the weather like in Montana, John? Is it flipping cold? cold? Frigid, basically. Oh. Cold? So, Any snow, so or is it like, like Dick, a dry cold? So like it's, Dick Cheney. Uh, it, uh... It kind of sprinkled or slightly snowed yesterday, but it's uh, all melted now. Let me see. The official mic check temperature of Missoula, Montana right now is a shorts weather 46 degrees. Oh. Uh, Wow, we're we're actually now at like what are we at? You think about fifty, maybe in the low sixties. How do, how do you live with that, man? Like, you know, your, for you, like your old bones and stuff. You know, they got to be like. Uh-huh. No, I'm actually kind of uh, no, I'm good. It's once once you start getting into the forties. That's when my back muscles start cramping on me, and I'm like, "Oh, I need, I need layers, layers and layers." You need layers at forty, lightweight. If yeah, I'll admit it. He was oh. born in Miami. When 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 your <laughs> muscles start cramping on you, you will do whatever it takes to end the pain. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, now you want to talk about like an ingrown toenail? I will outdo you. Period. Easy on my standing on my head. Michelle can vouch for that. All right. He well. had five. He, he had five ingrown toenails for over a year. Why are we discussing ingrown toenails when we have <laughs> shit to go? All right. We're talking about tolerance for pain. You're welcome. We, we were trying to keep the chat going while you were typing. Keep typing. I'm cool with talking. No. About I'm not. Typing. Do you hear typing? <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> All right. Let's get to Sean Hannity has no idea. Look, if I've been over this before, God fucking damn it. Weather does not equal climate. No, it does not. They are two completely different things. Weather and climate are somewhat related. Climate can influence weather, but the difference is climate is long term. Your weather is okay. Weather is I poke my head out. It, it, it's clear. Maybe a couple clouds in the sky. That's the weather. Climate is what your area is like in the long term. And of course, he's going to, oh, it was cold yesterday, so clearly there's no such thing as global warming. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Lumpy. Uh, The president's supposed to have a press conference coming up. Uh, We'll dip in and out, uh, depending on what he's going to be talking about. All right, so if you live in the uh, East Coast, there's a massive, massive storm coming. And that means we have to check in with Joe Bastardi, weatherbell.com. Author, tell everybody about your new book. How's the new book doing? It's doing uh, very, very well, and thank you for bringing it up the other day. And now it's called The Climate Chronicles, 
Inconvenient Revelations You Won't Hear from Al Gore and others, and you could check it out on Amazon. They really, just one but quick question. On it. They do lie to us repeatedly about global warming, and then it's global cooling, and then it's global. Yeah. The Ice Age is coming, Time Magazine had. Then the Earth is going to blow up and burn up, and now they just they just call it global whatever, um, I, climate change, because this way it's generic, and if it's hot or too hot, they can say it's climate change. If it's cold or too cold, they can say it's climate change. But it didn't work out when they said global cooling or global warming, so they had to fix it. Yeah, well, it's like as if you were in a, in a match, Sean, and every time you scored a point, the other guy got one. That's how, that's how it works. Any answer is the right answer. Anything can happen and probably will. <laughs> and it, oh, it's, it's you. really You'll find also if you get the book, folks, it's a, I have some humor in it because uh, you have to, have to smile at it. And there are a lot more important things. You know, here's the thing, is that Sean Hannity doesn't believe – and climate change, and yet he still lives in upstate New York. Curious that. It's almost like he's scared to move to Florida, Miles. You know, somebody should send, uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, but uh, there are islands in the Pacific that have been lost already. They're gone. You know, people have had to have been evacuated. Populations. I'm not talking about some, you know, person lo living alone on an island. Entire populations have been had to have been evacuated off of islands because the sea level is rising. And you think that sea level is rising because what? More water just appeared on the planet? Huh? Is that what you think, Hannity? It's coming from somewhere. So you yeah. know, I I'm sorry, but. If you don't understand the basic principles of meteorology, shut the fuck up! Well, he does have oil companies to shill for, and so I therefore. Mean, I'm just He's being well paid to not shut you up. You know, I mean, I took a meteorology class in college from one of my science credits, and the teacher told me, yes, some people will, will you know, engage in histrionics about climate change. It's... You know, and he said, you know, yes, climate change is a threat, but some people will exaggerate the threat, but it's still a threat. Sean Hannity, meanwhile, and, and you know, this one knows, but here, here's an interesting fact. You know how ostriches supposedly, you know, stick their head in the sand? Well, did you mm -hmm. know that when it's in danger, a wombat will retreat into its hole and plug it with its very tough ass? Conservatives combine these two. And shove their head up their ass when confronted with facts. That sounds like an effective defense. I don't think I'd come anywhere anywhere near somebody that has their own head shoved up their own ass. I I mean, I have to admit, if I saw that, I would not approach that. I would move the other way. Right, right. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I'm not. Sean Hannity is entitled to his own opinion. In fact, Mares, he is not in any way, shape, or form educated about about basic meteorology. Meanwhile, you no, know, but I'm, he's, am he's I well paid to show? Am I going to claim that I'm the most perfect? You know, that I know everything there is know about meteorology? No, I'm I'm not a meteorologist by trade, but I made the effort to at least learn the basics because I like making people like Sean, the incredible Saul Kennedy, look like fucking morons. And I'm an expert at that. Yeah. Well, people that talk because they're paid to talk will sound like morons because, you know, 
I mean, you know, and, and, you know, you can tell all they got is talking points. Like, you know, Dana Loesch ta- at that CNN town hall talked about, well, oh. the Founding Fathers had the puckle gun. I was like, okay, that's going to be the new talking point. I knew it. And what happens? One of my right-wing friends this week talked about the puckle gun. I was like, yeah, you might, you might want to, you know, talk to Comrade Putin to get new talking points because that was still when Loesch used it three fucking weeks ago. Oh, he wasn't happy. Mm. They're never happy yeah, well. when I point out how horribly wrong in every way they are. It's like they don't care about being right. They just want to be assholes. Yeah, feeling There's a difference between being right and feeling right. And when they are on the attack and they're pointing out nitpicking shit like that, it makes them feel better. Yeah. And as uh, as Fernando, who, what was uh, Michelle? What was uh, Billy Crystal's character that said it's not how you look, it's how you feel? Oh, uh, I I can't tell you. Crap. Can't. Not Fernando. Or won't. It's not how no, you look. No, I I don't remember. I don't how remember. You so I can't. So that's yeah. how, that's how it is with them. It makes them feel better, so therefore they it is better. Whatever. You know, it, uh, uh, yeah, so there you go. Sean Hannity, shill for the oil companies. Yep. All right, so speaking of Dana Loesch and the NRA, they released another oh, threatening... No. They released another threatening, <laughs> um, threatening uh, video this week, and uh, we will play some shit from uh, fucker... I mean, schmucker... I mean, I keep getting his name wrong, John. Fucker Carlson. I can't believe... How can I miss on that? Um... I will have a response after we go through the audio. It'll mostly involve the middle finger and multiple uh, expletives. Uh, but I will have a response. And we're going to go to break. Uh, and we, Oh, and I should tell you guys. So, I got a treat for hour number three. When, Ke- when Kenny's here. I, I'm sitting on this. So, Michelle, I know oh. you want... Yes. Oh, I also I have something to say on the puckle gun. If people want to carry around a tripod, tripod mounted, repeatable flintlock gun that was very inaccurate and never used in a war situation, more power to them. Yeah, they're not yeah. going to be able to conceal it, and they're not going to be able to use it in an appropriate fashion. There, trade in your AR-15s for a freaking puckle, puckle gun. gun. <laughs> That'll make me happy. I agree. I and concur then, with that. And this one guy was like, "It's not about the exact specifics. It's about the the technology." All right, you can have whatever technology level the founders had at the time of the Constitution. We'll give Correct. you that. We're, we we will give you that. We're in agreement. We have found common ground. Yes. I'm sorry. I was just laughing at what Grimmy Lee put in the chat room about <laughs> you making Jesus cry. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, I was about to say. So, Michelle, I know, I know you you uh, watch Critical Role. Yes. <laughs> now I've got the ruby of the sea jingle in my head. God damn it! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um, someone went and wrote a parody of the Judas Priest song "Breaking the Law." Someone wrote regular null. <laughs> Oh, We're gonna no. play it an hour three, <laughs> just because we can. Just because, just because I can. This is my show, goddammit. Yes. Anyway, we'll be right back after this. 
You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. We insist on accuracy. Be sure you make yourself look like a complete ass. Check Radio with Adam Heber on Indie Media Weekly Radio.
Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Stay with me and experience the glory of Plaid Sundays, two gigantic hours of grunge running from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, here on Indie Media Weekly. Whether it's the distorted guitars or the emotive lyricism, few can deny the lasting influence of a genre that dressed down a generation. So turn it on and get inspired. It works for me, and I know that I'm not the only one. Plaid Sundays, only on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Ciao. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new 2016 episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. The point I'm trying to make is that I am the most unpleasant, rude, ignorant, and all-round obnoxious arsehole that anyone could possibly have the misfortune to meet. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And uh, we're back. Join me as always on the great city of Missoula, Montana, the king of Montana, John Kendall. Woo! Every time I hear a uh, promo that Jonathan did, I am still so heckin' uh, amazed, like, how fucking awesome he was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And also joining us of... Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master of our fine program, Miles Lagan. Yes, I'm here, ready to go, and not make the baby Jesus cry. Oh, I'll have to fix that. All right, and also joining us on Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Lagan. And all I have to say is I have a six-pack of sweet baby Jesus in the fridge, and that's for tomorrow's gaming. Woot! I'm right. sorry, sweet baby, sweet baby Jesus is a is a is a is a stout beer. I see. It's I was wonderful. worrying about that. I was worrying about that. 
Sorry. <laughs> I am sorry, Adam. No, no, no. I it's fine. My here. eyes are watering again. Um, oh, okay. oh, so here's a question, like, to kind of go off base for a bit. What's the brewery scene down in uh, Port St. Lucie? Um, we have a couple really nice uh, 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 brewery pubs where you can actually get uh, brews from fairly local. You know, they have like like the um, was it the the Funky Buddha and a few others. So it's not bad. It's not as good as if if you were more up north, but we do okay. All right, so let's get to this uh, because the NRA released another threatening message encouraging violence against the media. You can, tell, you can tell they're scared shitless. They are desperate yep. because this is not... See, every other time they've been able to intimidate the media into silence, intimidate victims into silence, and basically sweep under the rug. This time is different. We are breaking the NRA's death grip on political power in America. You guys have had decades to be to decide to be part of the solution, and you said, no, we'd rather be part of the problem. So you're done. Well, they're still going to keep doing what they do. I oh, mean, I'm, I'm okay it, with that. Like, you know, I still... It's I, instinct for them. Yeah, I still maintain that they are a terrorist organization. I really believe that because every time something of this happens and people, and people suggest ideas they don't like, what do they say? If you pass this, we have the guns and we will shoot you. That's terrorism! You got the clip? Is I, it a clip or is it written? Is it written or how, how is it? Let me get to the audio. Okay, here I'm we just go. Asking. Cut one uh, on uh, fucker. I mean, Schmucker. I mean, Tucker Carlson. In a new advertisement, the National Rifle Association warns left-wing journalists that quote time is running out for them. Here it is. To every lying member of the media, to every Hollywood phony. To the role model athletes who use their free speech to alter and undermine what our flag represents. To the politicians who would rather watch America burn than lose one ounce of their own personal power. To the late night hosts who think their opinions are the only opinions that matter. To the Joanne Reeds, the Morning Joes, the Mikas. To those who stain honest reporting with partisanship. To those who bring bias and propaganda to CNN, the Washington Post, and the New York Times. Your time is running out. Um, they called Morning Joe by name. Yeah. Wow. And, and I don't need to be threatened by these cowards. That's all they are. No, they and are I'm cowards. sorry. That is a threat. Your time is running yep. out. We've got the guns. We're going to shoot you because we don't like what you have to say. No, they can, you know, they, they can. Yeah, the intent is clear, but they can, they can fall back on a Yeah, you can bet that the lawyers of the NRA said, yeah, we can defend that. Oh, I'm sure they did. But again, I still say I want to see Democrats running for president 2020 saying we are going to if we win and we have Congress, we are going to pass legislation declaring the NRA a terrorist organization. We are going to shut those motherfuckers down. They they won't do that. Uh, That that was that was uh, 
um, woman of constant screeching, yes. uh, Dana Lesh, right? Yes, yeah. that was Dana Lesh. <clears throat> like, she brings up the flag and freedom. Um, <clears throat> last I checked, you know, here in the United States, we actually had the freedom to voice our own opinions. You know where they fucking don't have the right to voice their opinion? Hmm, Russia, North Korea, you know. All any... places they've got a serious boner for. <clears throat> And, She's... like, um, even the Philippines, oh. like, Duterte, you know, and his fucking iron fist of mediocrity, you know, like, oh, drug dealers, shoot him. <laughs> and, like, what about, there was no mention about uh, what Trump came out and said, you know, take the guns before due process. <laughs> that like, is something I guarantee you the NRA was freaking out on that. Guarantee it. All, all I can say about her and the NRA is they're trying to be bullies right now, and I do not like bullies. Oh yeah, well, they, 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 you know, they are, they, they are definitely bullies, and they're freaking out because it's not working this time. They're not going away. They're not shutting up. The threats of "we will shoot you if you don't do what we say" are not working because guess what? We no longer give a shit. Because guess what? If your solution to hearing something you don't like is to get out your guns, you prove us right. It's like I said. I and that's it, against the law in all the way. Well, yeah, but I'm saying you that... You can't shoot somebody for something they say. Oh, I'm sure they try, though. And like I said, if they tried it with me, you know what? I would be. I would die content that I was right about those motherfuckers. I would die knowing that everything I ever said about the NRA was right. This is and, a cold, hard bluff. Oh, and, I'm sure. And not don't... just that. Is like the NRA gives like rational gun owners a bad fucking name. Like you know, I'm you know uh, independent that leans you know Democrat, but like you know, I'm at the point where well, you know, is it, it comes with age. You know, hopefully, if you're Smart enough, you know, telling someone, ha, 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 I'm going to shoot you, is, like, a grievous action. Like, oh, hey, you know, someone says or does something that you don't like. You know what you do? You fucking ignore them. You don't, you know, yeah. further the conversation by, yeah, you know, I'm totally going to shoot you, you know, watch out, blah, blah, blah. It's like, can, fuck off. Can, can I say something about gun ownership? Um, yes. I live in Florida, and and since the standard ground laws were put into place, that freaked me out. But before that, I had a concealed weapons permit. I went through the training. I went through the test. I proved I was competent in my firearm. I carried a concealed weapon on my person because I had a license. I paid for that license, and I passed all of the strict, the, you know, the, the, the they have my, checks. yeah, they have my fingerprints on file, my background checks, everything. And I am, I was more scared when I had that gun on my person than I was otherwise, because I knew the penalty. If I drew that gun in the improper situation and hurt somebody, I would be in severe penalty. But now it's like it's become a, a a a Wild West border town. Even though Wild West 
they were more strict with their gun laws than we are here in Florida. Oh, yeah. You know, it's scary. You, you go into a and town, get, you check your gun with the sheriff. You do not have that I, firearm with you in town. Yeah, so I, I let my I let my permit lapse, and I never renewed it. And I, I actually feel safer for that. Good. You know, um, I'm, I'm not a gun grabber, but, you know, I went through all the proper channels. I'm a yeah. responsible gun person, and it scared the crap out of me to have that gun with me. So All right, hey. here's a here's a cut to where Dana frantically tries to say it wasn't a threat. I was just co-opting like the language of the left. Oh. Ha ha ha! Oh, you stupid lip turds. Bullshit. That's Dana Lash, of course, in the ad. She speaks for the NRA and she joins us tonight. Dana, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Tucker. So you are being criticized for inciting violence. Some say by that phrase, "Time is up." What did, what does that mean? Well, Time's Up, of course, is a play on the Time's Up movement, the Hollywood progressivism that for so long tolerated right. and celebrated people like Roman Polanski and Woody Allen and Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> but also at the very end of that video uh, there, Tucker, it was an announcement for a program that I'm doing for NRA TV because I think that a free people have the right to hold accountable and to fisk and fact check a free press. And so that's what it's all about. Now, to be clear, I don't believe in universal statements, and that's why to those people, in the media and those people in Hollywood who are pushing propaganda or who are lying. Yes, this is an indictment of you. And the program for NRA TV, which launches at the end of this month, Tucker, is focusing on media malpractice and holding accountable that media malpractice, which we have seen tons of, particularly in the past year. Go fuck yourself. Go so fuck yourself. And let me tell I'd you. I'd love to see what the ratings is on this new channel. You know, and shame on you, YouTube, for hosting NRA TV. Same thing with Roku and Amazon. You've decided to bed with the enemy, and guess what? You're not getting my fucking money. I I have blocked ads on YouTube. I've canceled my Amazon Prime subscription. Uh, you know, you you have a choice. If you lie down, if you lie down with a dog, don't be surprised when you wake up with fleas. And Miles brings up a funny thing, like, their ratings. They don't release their ratings. Of course not. Because if they did, they'd be a fucking laughingstock. They'd okay. be a fucking laughingstock because it would just be, like, a few hundred people just constantly reloading the video to drive up numbers. That's well, all it them is. Put, let, them, let them put expend their money... In that useless manner. Let them waste their money. I applaud that. Anyway. Uh, cut the cut three. What do you think that comes from? Where do you think the gut the gut level animus you see in the media toward NRA, toward gun owners, where does that come from? I think it's just, honestly, I think that there are a lot of people who don't understand middle America. I think that they don't understand individuals who are Second Amendment practitioners. I mean, you've talked about this on your show before, Tucker, and I've, I mean, I edited under Andrew Breitbart, big journalism for this very reason. I was entirely fed up with mainstream media, legacy media, and the malpractice thereof. And we saw how they disparaged and impugned the characters of those people, the m members of the Tea Party. We saw them ignore and malign black conservatives. They ignore and malign conservatives 
conservative women. Um, they ignore maligned gay conservatives. They, it's, it, it, and they, they bash good people in flyover nation who were good enough to vote for the Clintons for how many years? But then when they turn around and they vote for Donald Trump, suddenly, Tucker, those people become bigots and racist. And we've watched media malign so many good Americans and seem to only report one side of the story. I mean, for instance, just look at everything that's happened with Parkland. Where is the media focusing on the Broward Sheriff, for instance, fighting Fighting the Miami Herald, who has done what about epic work. what They've about done what about what about shut the fuck up? I am so sick and tired of the conservative what aboutism. Shut up, you stupid freak. So here's my response to Dana Lash. First of all, go fuck yourself. And I'm you know I John knows this. It has been my dream since I started this program, to one day end up on Newsbusters with a headline mm -hmm. that says, Lib Talker Adam Ebert said, you know. So please, come at me, bro. Mm. <laughs> I want that headline. I want that headline on my wall. I need that headline on my wall. Um, so yeah, go <laughs> fuck yourself, Dana. Go fuck yourself because no one in their right mind would want to fuck you. You are a nasty, vile, evil woman who wasn't born. You just came into being when Satan dropped a really big deuce. Second of all, to the NRA. You may think my time is up, but boy, are you wrong. Your time is up. We are breaking your back. We are prying your fingers off the levers of political power in Washington. And by the time we're done with you, we will leave nothing behind but the pieces. Your threats don't work. Your intimidation doesn't work. Your bought politicians don't work. And we're going to destroy. We're going to, like I said, we will leave nothing behind but the pieces. This is war. And, and I aim and to win. And what I'd, I'd like to ask also is where is the uh, the justice for uh, Cortland Arrington, who was killed in Alabama just Wednesday? Yes. As a school shooting. Where's the justice for her? I mean, yeah, you know, it's only one girl, uh, one person, but you know why? Why because... do you say one person? You know, we have 17 here in Florida, possibly 18, because one, one of the kids was just downgraded to critical from serious. Yeah. Well, it's simple because they, you know, they think their right to have guns trumps your right to life. They it's think it's not. And, Actually, and, and, in, in, the, in, in, in the Constitution and, the, and in the, you know, we have a right to life, happiness. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, that. and their solution to this is to censor video games, which are protected speech under the First mm. Amendment. We you can't infringe. More violent. Yeah, but they're more violent in Japan. They're more violent in. Oh yeah. Other nations. Yeah, and it does. This, this doesn't. This doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. It is the guns. Correct. Yeah, it's just a distraction trying to point out games and, I'm sorry, and movies. There's, there's nothing in the Constitution that says we can't ban certain types of firearm. Sure, you can have a pistol. We're not coming for your pistols. We're coming for the assault rifles. It's supposed to be well-regulated. Yeah, Cletus. Period. You, you and Meal Team Before... 6 don't count. 
Now, before we go to break, the um, you'll notice that Tucker, when he was talking about the media going after the NRA, and then after that, he talked about gun owners. And that is a straight-up trying to make inclusive your general responsible gun owner and trying to make them feel like they are also under attack. And as I am a gun owner, and I don't feel under attack, I am all for more regulations. I am all for more gun control, absolutely. Background checks, getting rid of loopholes, all that shit. So his attempt to, you know, get me, you know, fuck that shit. But I'm just saying, that's the kind of, I want to call it yellow journalism. That is it intentionally tries to sway the listening audience to their side by saying they're coming after you too. It's fear tactics, yeah. mm-hmm. total fucking shit. Well, and I will say this: I am more than happy to fight any conservative who wants to take up my challenge. But you leave your gun at home. I've mm-hmm. got bad knees, a bad back, and pretty much about everything. I will still whip your ass so hard. The next 10 Dana Loches will feel it. I promise you that. I promise you that. So yeah, we're done with you, NRA. You've had 30, 40 years to, to get on board and be a part of the solution. Well, yes, I'm, I'm well aware of that fact. But now we're moving on without you. We're going to break your back. We're going to break your power. And we're taking our country back. Yeah, they're, they're guess threat. That, that your time is running out threat. That shows they're scared. Yeah, they're terrified. Oh, and by the way, Dana, there's 5 million of you. There's 300, there's 300 million of me. I like my odds. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. That's the end of Act One. Intermission time. Go get some snacks! Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. This and there, fixed. So it was a problem with Audacity. Oh, wait. Uh, we'll we'll figure that we'll fi- we'll get all that taken care of. Uh, let me shut my let me shut the door to my studio. All right, sorry about that technical difficulties. Uh, for some reason, Audacity wasn't recording, but uh, it is it is fixed now, and we'll edit in a bunch of shit when we get. All right. Uh, join me as always out of the great city of Brazilian Montana, Mr. John Kendall. Yay! And sorry, out of uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master Miles Lagon. Uh, hi. Dolphin imitator extraordinaire. <laughs> uh, hold on, I think I got my I think I got my headphones on backwards. Oh, is that coming out of your left ear instead of your right? Yeah, there we go. I think that's right. All right, there we go. All fixed. I'm just a hot mess today. And finally, out of uh, the the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Legon. Yes, yes, that is me. And there's some really crazy-ass shit going on me TV right now. 
some like crazy Dr. Seuss live action that should not have ever been done. It's insane. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Alright. I'm just trying to liven it up. Giving giving us something because Dana Loesch was makes me want to scream and throw things. And I just I don't want to do that. I want to be a nice person. I want to be loving. I consider the more she cries and screams, the better it is for us. Oh, this is funny. If they're talking... Go ahead. Uh, No, no, go on. I was just saying, the more that they are lashing out, it it shows that that they are scared. For them to come up with a commercial threatening that your time is running out, you know, whatever, in whatever veiled cloak of, you know, whatever. It, it, they've never done that before. So they are in uncharted waters. And, they and it's think not working. This is going to, no, it's not going to work. They think this is going to make uh, the, the, the conversation about guns in this country die back down like it has in the past after... You know, even after Sandy Hook, 20 freaking kids get killed. The gun, it, you know, people just accepted that price is the price to pay for owning guns in America. But now, finally, the youth of this country standing up and going, nope, that's it. We're done. And uh, they can't shut them up. You know, they're getting arrested at uh, McConnell's office. That's how, that's how serious this is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got to read this tweet from uh, Marie Connor. Quote, as a lesbian, I can relate to NRA members because I also use inanimate objects to make up for my lack of a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Uh... (laughs) All right. So let's get to this because we got we're we're already behind because fuck audacity. Uh, So let's get to. Uh. Let's get the to Lumpy again. The Incredible Sulk, Sean Hannity. Sulk burnt. Who is very upset that Bob Mueller will not come on his show. He's such a whiny baby. He's such a... I, I would call him a pussy, but that's insulting the cats. Cats have balls. They've got moxie. That's the only explanation for why that cat would try to claw me as I walk by. He's got... He's got a death wish. But uh, he's he's upset. Very upset, John. And uh, here's cut one. What happened? James Comey has finished writing his book and is now ready to cash in oh, I, on his anti-Trump... Inf- I'm sorry. Not Bob Mueller. James Comey. I, 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 sorry. Okay. I done fucked up. Trump infamy. Now, naturally, the first stop on his upcoming mainstream media world tour will include a morning interview with former Clinton hack turned ABC so-called journalist George Stephanopoulos. Now, of course, he's the Clinton's BFF <laughs> and another with professional late night Trump hater Stephen. Oh, Sean, my sweet summer child, I wouldn't open the hack can of worms if I were you. Just the, the friendly little, you know, a friendly little bit of advice. Uh, 
uh, Miles. Uh, I would. We'll, we'll call it an important safety tip. All right, important safety tip. Thanks, Egon. What's the, what are we talking about? Sean shouldn't open the hack can of worms. Uh yeah. You know that's a that's a to- that's a total projection. Glass houses, <laughs> stones, <Exactly>. bad. <laughs> It goes together like a hot cup of coffee in the crotch. Yep, pretty much. (laughs) Stephen Colbert. Oh, easy interviews. Let's just say the mainstream media can barely contain their excitement. Watch this. James Comey, for the first time since being fired by President Trump, is ready to talk. Nothing's off limits. Stephanopoulos, Comey. But I'm also really excited because I just found out, is this true, what's the date? April 17th. April 17th. Mm-hmm. My guest sitting in that chair will be former FBI Director James Comey. Woo! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, th- that's what I said. I said, woo! All right, given that unrestrained glee over an upcoming interview, can you really expect Stephanopoulos, Steve Colbert, and others to ask the tough, the important questions that you, the American people, deserve answers to? For example, is is Colbert and Stephanopoulos... All right. Now, look, everyone here knows that when we got the interview with John saying I was excited. I didn't go easy on him. Did we not ask him about green milk? Yes. Did we not ask him about his opinion on porks? Yes, we did. That was a tough interview. I was scared shitless. And and we will also we will also be asking him, hopefully, about his uh concerns about Han Solo's past. His shady past. What? Spoilers. Did something happen while I was while we were off? No, no, I'm I, I am working on getting him after Han Sol- the solo movie. <laughs> I uh, love you, Michelle. Yes. Um, if if you ever if you and Miles ever divorce, oh! <laughs> uh, no, John John has dibs on me. So oh, Adam. <laughs> God damn it! Well, Miles, I guess it's me and you, buddy. There you go. Well, you know when I'm a widower, there you go. <laughs> All right, here's, uh, like I said, very upset. John, I, I don't think he's upset. I think he's jealous. It sounds like it. Like, you know, green is not his color. No. No. I keep expecting him to turn into a giant. What What did What did Envy turn into in Full Alchemist bro, in the manga? Like that dog-like thing? Yeah, like the dog dragon thing with faces and yeah yeah the souls of the damned (sighs) anyway he's jealous i'd be jealous too why shouldn't you know and i'm just i'm just waiting i am sean hannity i have this radio show that at any given week less than one percent of the population of the United States of America listens to Sean Handy. Less than 1% listens to Rush Limbaugh. They are nobody. 
They're just very loud and obnoxious nobodies. Which you would think would would have propelled me to fame because I'm loud and I'm obnoxious and I'm nobody. But What's you don't the have deal, their America? Platform. You don't have their platform. They are they're being paid to go out on all these oh, uh, yeah. different stations and stuff. Ask so John. You don't have their platforms. Ask John. I have said before that if I came on the air and you know at at not you know if we go to break and I came back and said we're changing format to conservative talk. I would be a millionaire overnight. John, have I not yes. said that? I have yes. said that, you know, and I'm being completely serious. You know, remember that they are that they are that they are paying for debt to cover for dead air on Rush Limbaugh still today. And I'm expecting Rush Limbaugh to announce retirement. I think Rush Limbaugh is going to retire soon. Although I wouldn't mind if he had a massive coronary on the air. That would be fun. Don't... I don't know. Don't be a screen door in my... No, that doesn't make sense. Don't be a wet blanket. I'd rather it be like a Jerry Falwell. Now, that's a harsh thing to say. How did Jerry Falwell And I should probably apologize for that. Was it Jerry Falwell? Let's go with a Scalia. A massive heart attack, yes. That's what I'm saying. Well, a massive I, I, coronary well, I, the, on the, the air. No, 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 no. On the air gives him the opportunity to receive help. That is the point. That is a very Thank good you. Damn, Miles. You're good. Thank you. You're That's mean. why I'm saying it's an inappropriate thing to say. If, if this was on Kenny's show, he would have that buzzer ready going, bam. Oh, that's a terrible thing to say. Oh, no. We, we encourage that. <laughs> We encourage okay. that behavior here. We do not have the. We do not buzz people for that. Oh. It it's best to pass like a whimper in the night, with a little sigh, and barely heard. There you go. Snurdly, go call nine one one. What? I can't hear you, Rush. <laughs> Snurdly. Okay, that was. That was good. All right, here's cut two of Sean. Again, the incredible sulk pouting like a petulant. Look, I've got a I've got a nephew who's about to turn three. By the way, Kai, Kai's Kai's speech therapy is going extremely well. Love you, Kai. I love you very much. Uncle Adam loves you. Um, I, I would doubt he's listening to the show. Of yeah, course I was he's not say listening. Jokes on you, Adam. Of I course mean, he's not you know, listening. We're throwing around the words like "fuck" and "shit." Of course he's not listening to the show. All right, but go ahead, talk to him as if he was. Go and go. He may listen to the arcades one day. You're right. And he may You're hear right. that. See, Uncle Adam really did love me. <laughs> this Twitter media weekly does neither condone nor endorse Adam's. <laughs> Nephew Kai. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I would think we endorsed Kai and we disavowed me. Look, we just get to the sulk. Yes, but I just want to remind you three that when my time comes, the radio show goes to Kai. Okay. So, anyway, cut two. 
they're going to ask Comey why he never investigated Hillary Clinton's lies, you know, the exoneration before investigation. Will the soap journalists over at ABC ask Comey how a seasoned, independent FBI... I'm, I'm sorry, did he just accuse other people of sulking? Yeah, nice projection there, huh? <laughs> Again, gla crotch, hot coffee, bad. And when I say hot coffee, I don't mean like the, the patch for Grand Theft Auto whatever. The bad kind of hot coffee that actually Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Thank you. Thank you. All right. FBI director was actually bullied into calling the Clinton criminal investigation a, quote, matter during the 2016 election. Is Colbert going to press Comey on why he looked the other way when Bill Clinton, Loretta Lynch, remember they held that secret meeting on the tarmac just days before the FBI decided not to recommend charges against Hillary Clinton when we know she committed felonies? Is Comey going to be forced to discuss why a draft statement that he was writing months before interviewing Hillary Clinton, exonerating her... I'm done with this. Okay, first of all, we don't know anything about that. You know, we have this thing called presumption of innocence, where, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. You know, like, I could accuse Sean Hannity of being a serial killer who's got child bodies in the crawl space at his house, but I still have to prove that in court. You know, that principle. Ah. <sighs> I just I love nothing. that. He has, I will give Sean Handy this. He has big balls to accuse other people of sulking. Well, his, his little feelings get hurt and he needs to, you know, project it out. Mm -hmm. So, okay. there you go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to uh, Fox's Andrew Napolitano. Uh, former judge. So, we're going to play a little game. What's wrong with what this former judge is about to say? So, everyone take notes. Take notes. There will be a quiz on this after. Oh, nope, that's the volume button. We don't need that until it starts playing. And, and now we're getting word that the president is wa asking former aides what they said and disclosed to the special counsel. I, I am dismayed at a lot of my colleagues who have criticized the president for that. He can ask the people that work for him anything he wants. Or this formerly is, worked for him? Correct. This is not Richard Nixon or Bill Clinton famously coaching people that work for worked for them before they testified before a grand jury that would be very problematic but to say to Reince Priebus how did they treat you were they professional what what areas did they ask you about absolutely uh, normal questions not unlawful at all by the way I just think the all right so a former judge okay so what's wrong with that clip what what is wrong with what that former judge who I share a nationality with. Ugh. The man can kiss the fattest, whitest, most liberal part of my fat, white, liberal, Italian-American ass. You bring shame upon us, Andrew. All right, so what's wrong with what he said? Miles, why don't you go first? Take a guess. Everything? Be a bit more specific for me. Just humor me. 
Uh, no. <laughs> All of it? <laughs> All right. We're, we'll look through that past. John, what do you got? Humor me. Um, that, uh, quote-unquote Judge Napolitano isn't eating a hefty meatball sub. No, that's not it, I'm afraid, John. You, you are, you're going to have to get the buzzer. You chose poorly. He chose poorly. Sorry, buddy. All right, Michelle. You're my last hope. And I'm going to disappoint you because everything Napolitano says basically is just a right-wing, crazy-ass bit of propaganda. And that is true. My brain naturally tunes him out so I cannot make any sense of anything he that tries to say. That is also true! Because none of it makes sense. All right. Sorry. All right. So, so we have a judge basically saying, I'm okay with witness intimidation. Because that's basically what's going on. Trump's not asking them about the testimony because he cares about... Do you really think he cares about rancid panties? Of course he doesn't. He wants to know what they gave to Mueller. I think the people <clears throat> in the Russia, the Russian investigation right now are more worried about that, that spy that recently got poisoned and died. Oh yeah, I think that's more of a, of a of a red flag to them than Trump speaking to them. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to this because we are running out of time. Uh, this came out yesterday, I think. Ryan Arseface Bundy is running for governor of Nevada. Happy days are here again. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> He's allowed to run for governor. A man who stole property, committed an act of treason against the United States, is allowed to run for governor of Nevada. And I will say, rocket you, Turkey. Uh, I have no, yeah, rocket. Cool. Rocket you, Turkey. Because every vote for you is a vote that could have gone to a Republican that can actually win. Here's uh, the news report. race. Yeah, so a judge threw out some charges against Bundy, and he was found not guilty of others, which all stemmed from two different armed standoffs. The first back in 2014 at Bunkerville to protest federal grazing fees and another at a national wildlife refuge in Oregon. Bundy says he still has to file but will be running as an independent. I am a man of principle and not party. Logical theory is that... <laughs> Bundy would draw support from the Republican, since he is more on the right-wing side. So uh, he could have an effect in terms of drawing off votes. Enough votes to win, it seems unlikely. Well, UNLV Associate Professor Michael Green admits that a lot can change over the course of a campaign. The final for candidates to file is March 16th. Bundy says he will begin a listening tour across the state real soon. But is he going to listen when they beg him not to run? I mean, seriously, like I said, let him run. Let him take votes from Republicans who could actually win. I am okay with this. 
I just I don't understand why how it could be legal for a man who led an armed rebellion against the United States of America to run for any sort of elected office. I I don't understand it. Oh, well, um, look at Trump. I mean, he didn't re- lead a rebellion, but he is a serial misogynist and a really, really bad person. But they elected him anyways. Well, that's because Republicans are always willing to eject the principles of yesterday for the political power of today. Their only, their only prince, their only true principle in conservatism is personal political power. That's it. That's it. Anything else is ancillary. They and and I will say they are. You know, and I've I've said this before. I really consider conservatism to be a form of sociopathy. I really do. It is now. It may have been something decent in the past, but. Now it's it's all about the oligarchy and and corporatism. There's there's nothing about it that's that's halfway decent. All right, uh, let's let's get to this. I think we got time for one more. Because uh, Kenny's Kenny uh, Kenny's winging the wings. Uh, so let me see. Uh, hmm. Yeah, we're gonna skip that. So we're just gonna go to break. When we come back, we'll talk. We'll start talking about nerds. So we're gonna do. We'll do uh some uh some nerd news, and what? then next hour, we'll do uh myth information number two, journey to the underworld, and then uh, we're also gonna premiere our new segment called Past Nerd. Um. So that's going to be fun. But first, we'll have some news, including it's about fucking time Mark Hamill got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. What is wrong with them? Well, it costs money. You have to pay $5,000 to get it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, so you got, would you guys pay $5,000 to put me on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Uh, um. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> See, I've got an electric bill coming soon. Um, I can't really say. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Traitors! No, I'm just playing. You guys aren't. Tra- I love you guys. All right. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna go to break, and uh, we'll talk some nerd stuff. We'll some nerd shop. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, I just need to find, shit, 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 shit. My eyes are watering again. All right, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. And I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I think he's like the thing. He only imitates human behavior. He's not actually human himself. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
This is Janet Lee from Southern Progressive Revival. Just sitting on my porch, listen to Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Join us. We're leaving the light on. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. Look, I'm up to here with cool, okay? I am so amazingly cool. You could keep a side of meat in me for a month. I am so hip, I have difficulty seeing over my pelvis. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we're back. Joining me, as always, out of the great city of Missoula, Montana, a man who is so cool he keep a sight of me in him for a month, if not longer, uh, Mr. John Kendall. Yay! And also joining me, a, a woman who is so incredibly hip, she has difficulty seeing over her pelvis, Michelle Legon. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but I do know some things. Fair enough. And also joining us on the great city of uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, Mr. Miles Legon. Hello. Welcome to rock, but not roll. Yes. And finally, out of the great city of Cleesburg, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Good evening, sir. I'm here. I'm ready to play some games and shit. Yes. But 
first, let's let's do some uh, let's do some uh, some ner- ner- uh, news. So as as I teased earlier, Mark Hamill finally got his his star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Mr. Hamill! You you've earned it. You should have gotten it decades ago. Um, and um, you know, th- th- here's the thing: this is how good of a man Mark Hamill is. And I didn't get any audio from it, but this was his day. This was his accomplishment, and he still took time to 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 remember Carrie Fisher. So, yeah, he's he's a mensch. Uh, so yeah, uh, he got he got his uh his uh star on the Walk of Fame. So congratulations. Definitely. Well earned. You, were Were you gonna play an audio clip? I, I said I didn't have audio. Oh oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Um. Sorry, eyes are just worrying a little bit. Um, no, so, actually, it's it's pretty amazing. Um, uh, he should have had it long ago. And his, you, know, you have to figure out his career. Like John Fuglesang said, you know, he started off as a star. His co-star outstripped him. He kind of faded away for a bit, then became a really incredible voice actor, and then became a star, a, 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 a again, again, a movie star again. So he has had the life. Yeah, and and I will say I still I, I'm not knocking Star Wars. Everyone here knows I am the biggest Star Wars fan ever. I'm still ah. convinced. I'm still convinced that when the time comes to go over Mark Hamill's career, he will still be more remembered for his voice work than for Luke Skywalker. Yes, and the sheriff that was in Sleepwalkers. Yes, that too. Oh, but. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying I think I think you know I think that his modern career cuz I mean he, you know he built the Joker up and oh, he, he did a great job. He saved it from the camp of the you know not knocking Adam West cuz you know what happened with that series wasn't Adam's Adam West's fault but I'm just saying that they they made Joker campy, and yes, the animated series kept some of that, but at the same time, for a 4pm after-school kids show, the Joker was pretty fucking terrifying. Yes. Yeah. So, um, alright, so, uh, I'm not usually one to talk about the Oscars, but this is actually a pretty big fucking deal. And that is, uh, The Shape of the Water took home Best Picture. Now, why and is best director and best direct? Well, see when they, when it when it won best director. Remember, I called it. I said it's gonna win picture. Uh, it's gonna win best picture. I said it in the I said it in the in the uh, development yeah. chat because usually best director leads up to best picture. But the reason why this is a big deal is that the Academy usually do, they say, "Oh, well, we don't like genre pieces like sci-fi or fantasy." Here's the thing. That's a cop-out, because everything is a genre. Nonfiction is a genre. Fiction is a genre. What they well, mean is, when, we don't like different genres. Like, right, we, when, when Return of the King won. That was a big deal, That was deal a too. genre piece. Yeah, yeah. Th- that was but, a big but deal. This is, but this is Guillermo del Toro. 
Do you know his struggle to try to get into Hollywood to begin with oh, before yes. he got his big pictures? Yes. This is great. You know, a wonderful uh, Latina, Latino, Hispanic director finally got an amazing accolade. And, and, and I'm so happy for him. And the reason, and another reason why this is a big fucking deal is I'm holding out hope, guys. That maybe the fact that now that he is Best Picture Oscar winning Guillermo del Toro, that they will finally let him make At the Mountains of Madness, you dumb bastards. Oh, that would be cool. Because I've seen yeah, I, like his I think con- he could do it right. I've seen his concept art. I've seen like it, you know, a lot of his ideas. He he would do it right, but they won't. They don't want to make because it doesn't have a love story. It's Lovecraft, you dumb dicks. There's no love in Lovecraft. Well, it's only like, in his name. Only, you know, I'm sorry. If you turn to H.P. Lovecraft looking for love, you are a deeply disturbed individual. <laughs> well, well, if you look at Pan's Labyrinth. The creatures in there were very Lovecraftian. Yeah. Oh, yes. I definitely agree. And even even in uh, the the second Hellboy, the uh, the the Golden Army. Mm-hmm. Some of those fairies were pretty Lovecraftian. Oh, yeah. So you know he draws upon that. Oh, and yes. He's, he, he's actually talked about it. Yeah. No, I mean, so and, and I'm just hoping that this, you know, like I said, now that he's won. He's won Best Picture and Best Director. And the, the world should be his oyster. Let him make his fucking movie, goddammit. I want to see At the Mountains of Madness. Without, well, he's doing a, I'm sorry. He's doing Pacific Rim 2. I'm just saying, I want to yeah. see At the Mountains of Madness. Without the stupid shoehorn love crap that they seem to say why does it look because it's lovecraft that is the only response you have to make it's not it's hp fucking lovecraft you fucktards well yeah and hp lovecraft was a little bit of a misogynist so I, look his stuff we, is not very we nice. we have <laughs> we have admitted to that yes hp lovecraft hp yes. lovecraft was a flawed person it doesn't change very the flawed. fact it doesn't change the fact that without him, you do not have modern supernatural horror. Without him, you don't have Stephen King, and you don't have any of the uh, any of the other supernatural horror people who follow him. He so, was definitely a building block. But I think de- um, you know, I think I think uh, Edgar Allan Poe was as, as well. So you have to have all of those building blocks in place. Right, and but, Lovecraft but people, was a major one. Yes, but people want to just destroy his legacy. Yes, the man was a racist at a time when racism was not just socially acceptable, but encouraged. Yeah. Does that make it right? No, but it no. was it was the norm for back then. I'm pretty sure Edgar Allan Poe. I mean, if you look at Edgar Allan Poe stuff, there are some race. There's some racism in there. One of his yes. murder. One of his murderers was a fucking monkey. You're going to tell me there's no racial, racist implica- racial implications in that, Kenny? Oh, I, I have plenty of... Uh, I, I own, like, all of Lovecraft's stuff. Yep. And he has um, even essays that he's written that are uh, just horrifically racist. Oh, I like I said, I am not 
that I am not burying the racism. I'm saying it doesn't yeah. change the fact that he is the founding father, one of the founding fathers of modern supernatural horror. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he was, uh, you know, uh, we, we you, you, you got to take the good stuff from the source material because yeah. there's even really unfortunate stuff that went on with, you know, entertainment in the 70s and 80s and just grossness and weirdness, misogyny, racism. You know, I mean, it's 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 been very pervasive until, you know, just pretty recently, you know, where, where people are trying to be a little more conscientious about what goes into books, movies, right. TV, whatever. But I mean, and I would also say that of Lovecraft stories, I'd say At the Mountains of Madness is probably the uh. least racist of them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Anyway, speaking of profoundly disturbed individuals... <laughs> Cat just Cat just posted Poe wasn't a racist. You take that back. And then the winky face. I'm like, yeah. So I had to laugh at that. <laughs> All right. So the headline is the shape of the water would have been less popular if she fucked a dolphin. Reports guy who once fucked a dolphin. Wow. Wow. I'm sorry. Are we getting more? Are we getting a morality lecture from a dolphin fucker? Um, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Miles, do you, does, uh, you know, you've been developing a new skill? Would you care to share oh, it yeah. with Aaron? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am all in for that. Just. <laughs> oh, no, he wants to hear your dolphin impersonation, huh? Yes, oh, I'm, yeah. trying, to, I'm okay. trying to be subtle, goddammit. <laughs> I've already given it. You want to, you want yes, another one? Yes, please. Look, more, please. Yes. <laughs> I'm not as loud as, as Stephanie Miller's. It's uh, I guess if I was, if I was yeah. closer to the microphone, maybe if I tightened up my cheek muscles a little bit. <laughs> That's amazing, though. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Wow. Um. So. <laughs> um. The that the. the <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm trying to wrap my mind around this. <laughs> uh, self-described zoophile Malcolm Brenner, famous online for his 2010 book *Wet Goddess*, in which he describes the time he had sexual intercourse with a dolphin named Dolly in the 1970s. About and they asked about his feelings on the phone. Why would you do that? <laughs> That's like asking Sean Hannity his thoughts on anything. Yeah. <laughs> Brenner, who carefully distinguishes himself from someone with an interest in bestiality, emphasizing the emotional connection he seeks with non-human companions, liked the film overall, but also criticized it as a fantasy. Specifically, spe speaking specifically about the film's sexing, he said, "Quote." Given the course and development of their relationship, it seems sort of natural. Although I must say, I find a dolphin a lot more sexy than that thing was. Then again, I'm not a Lisa. Maybe you have to take it where you can get it. As long as, apparently, the object of your desire is a featherless biped, we're not going to let a few gills or scales stand in the way of true romance. Seems to be Hollywood's <laughs> dictum. Quadrupeds? Uh. No. Animals with flukes? No. But if it looks like a man? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. 
Oh, come on. Later, he oh. added, I'm sure a lot of the good liberals who criticized me for making love with a dolphin. No, you raped a dolphin! Or the dolphin raped him. They can be rapey. Yes, but it, it, yeah. the, the male dolphins can be rapey. Yes, they can. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't believe I'm actually covering the story. It's just so, it is just so batshit crazy that someone say, let's ask a dolphin fucker his opinion of, of the best picture of the year. Mm. Seems legit to me, guys. I don't know. Anyway, quote. I'm sure a lot of the good liberals who criticized me for making love with a dolphin love this film because the hero was a featherless biped. If the asset had been a dolphin, it wouldn't have been anywhere near as popular. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. We just got kink chained by a, a, a dolphin rapist. Well, I'm I'm glad he's he, he's not a liberal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad that conservatives have uh, uh, animal rapists and, and uh, pedos on their side, and not yep, over this here. This one's all yours, guys. I'm looking at pictures of him and the dolphin. Oh, why are you not doing having sex? Why are no. you not doing having that to sex? yourself? I'm still not saying, why are you? Sex. Why are you doing Jesus that Christ. to yourself? I wanted, I wanted to see what kind of fucking weirdo uh, decides that this is a good idea. He looks like a guy I know. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, what a freak. Actually, I am really happy how the story was done. I like how um, Guillermo del Toro took it away from Hellboy uh, saving him to where the girl saved him. I thought that was a yeah. really wonderful twist on the movie they he did a nice job at rewriting that history yeah i like the 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 joke i forget who made it uh but somebody said this joke the other day um they said uh uh shape of the water is about a woman who has sex with a monster and can't talk about it to anybody kind of like stormy daniels story (laughs) (laughs) yeah my, my my favorite scene was when she was uh, assigning to the bad guy in the movie, and she was telling him the fuck off, and uh, or the fuck you, and uh, the, the the her, her yeah her friend was saying no, she's just telling you thank you, <laughs> and he's like what's she saying? Thank you, she's saying thank you. Like, yeah, no, that was great. I think that was in a trailer though. So yes, it was. Yeah, just not those words. They, yeah. used, they couldn't use the FU in the trailer, but yeah. No. It was a great movie. I I really enjoyed it. And I like how he rewrote that part of the history because it, it made a lot more sense. It, and it didn't make more sense, but it made it more uh, marketable. It's and a I fish really monster it. sex movie. It, it's not going to make a lot of sense. He's not a fish monster. I'm just... Calm down. He's a sentient creature that had the powers of a god. Yes. Calm down. All right, I do eventually would I do eventually want to see this movie, so yes. maybe we could go a little less spoilery on this. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it either. But you have to watch it. It's great. Gamma it's de Toro in my queue. deserved everything. 
So let and him yeah, make I, At the Mounds of Madness, god damn you. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I think he could do a great... Because he has a big fan of kaiju and all that. He would do a great job with the monsters, the Mountains of Madness. And like a I said, beautiful job. I think I think that's probably one of the more accessible pieces of Lovecraft. No rate, no real racism, no real sexism, sexism, sexism. Just <laughs> holy sexism. shit, we were generic, genetically engineered by alien organisms. Oh my god, I'm going crazy. Tickly, tickly. Yeah, because re- Reanimator's been done. Um, the other one, uh, the 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 one with the machine and the the pineal oh, yeah, Dagon plant. Been done. Dagon was, was terrible. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was loosely based on Shadow over Innsmouth. Um, there were parts of Dagon I really liked, but there were parts that was just like, oh come on. Yeah. So all right, and other nerd news. Uh, Nintendo made an exciting announcement yesterday. And yeah. that that is that we are getting another Smash Brothers game, guys. Cool. Which, which is one of my favorite fighting game series. Uh so I'm excited about that. And then Miles and Michelle, this one's for you. Oh, come on. There we go. Uh, Pathfinder is producing a second edition. Ooh. Not interested. You want want to tell them, sweetie? Okay. Yeah, we're not interested. Yeah, it's just, uh, no, we're already happy with what they've done. (laughs) They don't need to improve it anymore. We already own all the first edition books. Not in sense, yeah. Spending the money on a second edition doesn't throw us. We did that for D- with D&D from first edition on up. And then they screwed us over on 3.5 to go to 4. And then we said, yep. Yeah, we no punted more. on that. No yep. thank you on 4. No thank you on 5. Yep. We're, we're sticking with Pathfinder first. <clears throat> you guys just got to rain on my parade, don't you? Oh, no, yes, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> By all means, show your enthusiasm and happiness for second edition. What? Tell us, what are we missing? Well, it hasn't come out yet. Oh. Okay. I mean, okay. I would just make the decision after I looked through it. Okay, this sucks. I don't need to get it. No, we're not saying it sucks. We just don't want to spend any more money on more books. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. What else did we have this week? Has everybody seen the new uh, Shazam costume? The the pictures of the actor and uh, as the no. playing Shazam. <laughs> I posted a Twitter. I yeah. posted a Twitter link in the chat. It's very comic book accurate. Yes. Oh, let's take let's take a look. That mm-hmm. is not the chat. That is Discord. And um, yeah, it's uh, and it looks like, well, it's definitely very comics accurate compared to. The recent redesign of him with the new fifty-two going forward. I don't see a link in the Skype chat. I see. No, I'm sorry. I put it in the in the chat room. The chat room. <laughs> My apologies if I said Skype chat. It's I fine. Meant chat room. It's fine. I'm going. I'm going. I'm looking at it. There we go. Film God. There's like four different pictures. Uh, yep. That looks. You know. Oh my God! That looks like a great costume. 
people were people were crying about it the other day saying it looks like Mork from Mork and it's like no Mork from Mork looked like Shazam this looks like Shazam <laughs> All right So is Shazam some sort of like Egyptian hero or something Uh Greek that- Um Greek Greek okay. uh Shazam gets his powers from like okay I know Kenny you're a DC guy and you can yes. probably explain better but can I give it a shot You can Okay, I the the I believe what the current angle is is that uh, there's a twelve year old boy Billy Batson and there's a wizard dying. Uh, a guide of some sort comes to Billy Batson and says, "Follow me." And of course, Billy Batson, you know, doesn't know the dangers of pedophiles and follows him. <laughs> um, the wizard then says, "Hey, my little dude." Uh, I'm gonna give you these powers if you pass these trials, and he passes the trials, and he activates said powers by uh, yelling Shazam, which is um, Solomon, Hercules, Apollo. No. Atlas. Atlas. Yeah, Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus. Apollo and... Nope. Achilles. Achilles. They changed it because the version I saw was Apollo. Uh, well, I'm, th- that's the, the original one. I don't know if they changed it uh, recently, but I, I just know the original one is... Okay, who's the M then? So it's Greek. Mercury. Mercury. Okay, yeah. So then, like... Um, and then his, uh, like, arch nemesis is... Uh, <laughs> Black Adam. <laughs> They're mixed. They're mixed. Okay. Oh my God! I caught that too, sweetie. Mercury yeah. and Zeus. Oh, oh my God! They're mixing Greek and and Roman. Yeah, Roman. Yep. Oh how about Solomon? How about how and about Solomon? Jewish. Yeah, Jewish. Solomon is yep. from the Bible. Yep, Jewish. <laughs> yep. Okay. Wow. They're calling all the uh, the crazy gods. Okay. Yeah. Non-denominational superhero. Yeah. No, all inclusive, like the uh, yeah. like the coexist uh, bumper stickers you see. You know, they have all the, yeah. Okay, so it's Actually, calling on, on all the all the divine powers of each religion. Yeah, and uh, and actually, actually, John, the first A is Allah. So. And it's nine o'clock. Oh shit! Uh-oh. On, on <coughs> Real quick, East Coast. Yes, yeah, East Coast. Uh, <clears throat> uh finally, breaking. Uh, John, I know you said you. I, I gotta go by the timestamp on this, which is last night. Uh but it has been confirmed. Kristen Wiig will be Cheetah in Wonder Woman two. So are they? With the archaeo- archaeologist, um, uh, I don't Tana? know. I'm, a, I'm, I'm like, yeah. I'm thinking since we know gods exist in 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 this rendition, I think we best to go with the avatar of the cheetah god thing, whatever. Well, but here's the thing: wouldn't it make sense if she was the archaeologist and and she was somehow a colleague of Diana because she's a curator in a museum? Or yeah, and she stumbled across the cheetah energy. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Instead yeah. of making it so she genetically engineers herself to be like, 
to be that way. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it'd be much better than the socialite one that was the original one. It was totally stupid. You know, like a little pointy fingernails that would shoot out from our fingers. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, you know, God, there's one episode one. of this. <laughs> there's one episode of the Super Friends where, um, oh man, I, I think it's the they develop. The, of course, the 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 Legion of Doom developed some kind of ray because <laughs> they always had some they kind of ray. Had a ray. Yep. <laughs> it, it was, and there was. I think they turned the population of the Earth into all cheetahs and bizarros. Yes, I remember that it was horrible. <laughs> oh god. So dumb. So yeah. dumb. Meanwhile, because, the of Doom of, has the world's population into cheetahs and Solomon Grundy's are now Bizarro. Oh, Bizarro's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why would Solomon uh, Bizarro? Why not make it one of your smarter villains? I mean, I'm, but it, it was so funny though because it's like everybody became cheetahs and they just had cheetahs hood on. <laughs> it's like, can't they just take that off? <laughs> <laughs> Now I've got to see this just to see what you're talking about. Oh, it was horrible. Don't. It'll be burned in your retinas forever. (laughs) You know, uh, something similar happened that was really awesome in in the comic books. And Grant Morrison's run on Justice League, uh, Cersei uh, was the part of, like, the new... part of the injustice gang or whatever they were called at the time. Uh-huh. And she kept, she kept a uh, plastic man came into the room and she like shape shifted him into a, a pig. And then he was like, Oh, I, I can actually get out of that. <laughs> he, <laughs> yes. he was like immune to Cersei's uh, the powers. Cause you know, she kept like turning him into different animals and he just kept popping out of it. So <laughs> yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Plastic like, man. Yeah. It's kind of like Drew's in wow. They're immune to shape shift. Yeah. Yep. So, but the are... question the question is, is Plastic Man now actually just a, a, an elastic, elasticized pig in the shape of a man? Well, uh, we'll have to leave that mystery hanging because we got to go to break. <laughs> break time. We got, yeah, it's break right. time. Coming up next. Uh, uh, but, uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, myth information number two, Journey to the Underworld. We'll be right back after this. Bye. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You didn't tell me he'd gone this crazy. He's really stepped it up a notch. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't! Anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, 
God, this makes me happy. And we are back for our number three of Mike Check Radio with Amy Hubert for this week. Join me as always out of the great city of Missoula, Montana, Mr. John Kendall. Mr. John Kendall. He went to get some ice pops. Oh. All right. Well, also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM dungeon master of our program, Michelle Lagan. That is me, and I do not have ice pops in my freezer. And I feel sorry about that. <laughs> and also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Miles Lagan, the GM Galaxy Master. Yes, I am here. And uh, no, she, she has real ice cream with raspberry and chocolate. <sighs> All right, stop right there. Thank you. And also joining us out of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Are you ready for some myth information, buddy? Yes, and I would like to say I do not have a dismembered corpse in my freezer. Wait, <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's an animal. It's beef. <laughs> well, 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 Shane is here, and as he would like to say, he oh, uh, he likes his um, uh, coffee. Likes his he like like he likes his women. How's that? Ground up and stored in the freezer. Wait, wait, he grounds <laughs> okay, lemmings yeah. up. <laughs> His women. Oh, oh, oh! I, oh, I heard yeah. Lemming. No, no. But Shane is here tonight, and he's listening. So very good, very good. Hi, Shane. Hello, Shane. Shane. Shane is our gaming uh, gaming friend. He plays yeah. Talisman with us. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, is everyone ready for some myth information? Sure. Yes. All right. Very good. So tonight. We're going to go on, uh, you know, the highway to hell, as it were. Someone needs to write a song about that. Mm. Yeah. And play it to death. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe we're also going into a, a, a zone of danger. Mm. I like a battle of hell. Songs. Maybe. Yes. All right. Uh, so tonight we're going to talk about the journey to the underworld motif um, in this sort of myth. And I'm eventually going to do the monomyth because I read an article that kind of pissed me off where this person apparently thought that they were taking monomyth literally and thought Joseph Campbell was saying that every myth period is the same. No. Anyway, uh, so in this motif... You have a person or people descending to the underworld to retrieve a loved one. Um, in Greek, that is known as katabasis. Greek, uh, kata down, basis to go. So, to go down. Hmm. Um, and some prominent examples of this mythical motif. Uh, we have Izanagi goes to retrieve his dead wife Izanami in Shinto mythology. That didn't go very well. <laughs> Orpheus and Eurydice, of course, again, didn't go very well. Nope. <laughs> the hero twins go to Shibalba from Mayan mythology. And let me, I, before yeah. we go on, I just want to say Shibalba is probably my favorite word for underworld. I just love saying Shibalba. 
<laughs> it just it sends tears. Shibaba. It's like saying Mufasa, you know. It, it, uh, so anyway, uh, the death and resurrection of Osiris from Egyptian mythology. Yes. Gilgamesh goes to the underworld to try and get uh, immortality from Sumerian myth. And uh, Jesus' harrowing of hell from Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing is that um, this is often a part of the hero's journey or monomyth where the hero will go to the underworld and emerge reborn to meet his full potential as a hero. Because you cannot be reborn unless your old self dies. So the, the journey to the other world can also be symbolic of that as well. Yeah, so uh, technically the failure of the quest is not the failure of the hero. It just allows him to push aside his past and become something new. And in fact, they are, they are succeeding by failing. Correct. Yep. Um, another another trip to, to uh, the underworld in Greek mythology was Odysseus went to the gates of hell to get advice on how to get home. Um, so, I mean, there's just, like I said, there's all sorts of uh, stories involving it. And the story tonight that I chose is the death of Baldur, because last time I did Shinto. Susano, what a dick, right, guys? Right? Yeah. But he yeah. got better. He got better. Yeah, somewhat. Uh, so tonight <laughs> I'm going to talk about the death of Baldur from uh, Norse mythology. And the premise yes, but... is that... I'm sorry, Michelle? I'm just saying, that, yeah, this is, this, is, this is an interesting one. Yes. So first of all, for, for full background, you need to understand that ever since he got enlightenment <laughs> and knowledge... Odin has been trying to learn how to avert Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. Picture it like this. He's going on every door knocking. Can you help me? I, I want to prevent Ragnarok. Can you, not, not, you know, can you help me? So, I mean, he's... And he eventually learns that if his son, the god of light, Baldur, Thor's brother, uh, dies, that, mark, that will... At that point, Ragnarok will be unable to be averted. So Frigga, being an overprotective mother, goes around the world making everything, rocks, otters, platypuses, uh, nettles, mice, <laughs> swear an unbreakable oath to her that they will cause no harm to her son. And they all do it because everyone loves Baldur. Baldur is like Elvis Presley in Norse mythology. Yeah, he was a rock star. Yeah, he was a, he was he was a rock star. Kenny, he was the a rock star. star. Yeah. Yep. But Frigga made one mistake. Mm -hmm. She finds this plant, the mistletoe. And she says, "Well, this thing is too small. It's too, it couldn't kill my son. <laughs> That's crazy. You're crazy. She does not make mistletoe swear the oath. Loki. That's like an Achilles heel, doesn't it? Yeah. Loki, <laughs> being a dick, 
he, something he and Susano have in common. Mm. Learns about the mistletoe from Frigga. Because why would she expect her? Why would she expect the god of mischief to be up to no good? I I, I don't see how they didn't see this coming. Odin's and, adopted son. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Uh. So Loki learns about the mistletoe. Gets some. And he makes and and what he makes with it varies from myth to myth, from version to version of the myth. Some for yeah. some it's a dart, for some it's a spear, and for some it's an arrow. So the idea is that because Balder is basically immortal, the gods are making a game of throwing shit at him. Right? They're, they're I love throwing... that HBO series, Game of Throwing <laughs> Shit. <laughs> game of Throne. Well... Well, when you have a bunch of drunken gods sitting around the oh, meat yeah. table, they, they throw shit yeah, at people. Yeah. yeah, so they're throwing axes, rocks, otters, platypus. <laughs> hey, Boulder, yes. go long. <laughs> yeah, Pigs. Do they throw anteaters ant at them? Anteaters, yeah, anteaters. had to take the oath, too. Anteaters okay. don't get a pass in mythology. Filthy, repulsive anteaters. Um, so, Loki goes to Hodder, or Hod, says, why aren't you playing? Well, Hod says, dude, I'm blind. He says, well, I just happen to have this harmless thing. I could guide your hand for you, and you could have fun, too, trying to kill your brother. Jesus. <laughs> It'll be a fun time! It's a helper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Hod, for some reason, thinking Loki is, you know, not trying to pull shit, says, okay, I'm in. And so, Loki helps him chuck the mistletoe. And Balder takes it to the chest and dies. You know, I can tell you what would have fixed this situation. More mistletoe. Oh, According on. to the NRA. <laughs> more, yeah, yes. the NRA would be like, we need more mistletoe. Everyone more should mistletoe. have mistletoe. The only thing that can stop a bad guy with mistletoe is a good guy with mistletoe. <laughs> All right. Directly. Yes. I, I so, think I would prefer the Norse version of mistletoe instead of the current story of mistletoe. Like, you know, you put that mistletoe above Balder and he gets kissed. Game over, man. Game over, man. That's 50% of his stuff gone. <laughs> yeah. Kissing Balder was his weakness. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Hella or Hell, again, depends on the translation. Yeah. By the way, wonderfully portrayed by Kate Blanchett. I just rewatched Thor Ragnarok and I have to say oh. Valkyrie is even more lovable the second time around. Yeah, but but Kate Blanchett. Oh my god. Oh my god. She carried that role so Yes. All right. So anyway, Hella claims Balder, tags him and bags him. <laughs> and takes him to to uh hell. H E L, not H E L L. That's H E double toothpicks to you, Buster. <laughs> I should probably, what mind my language, Kai could be listening. 
In which, case, in which case, I ask my sister, what is wrong with you? Yes. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Some kid, some kid I grew up across that grew up across the street from me used to say, "H E double toothpicks." I'm like, you can't even say hockey sticks. <laughs> no, because cool. hockey is the devil's game. That is. And Canadian. <laughs> What's that all about, eh? All right, so <laughs> so Balder is taken to, to hell, and hell is like, oh, I finally have company. And uh, Frigga is not having this shit. She said she tells the messenger of the gods, Hermod, Hermod, I, I, like I said, pronunciation's hard for me with this. Uh, she says, "You're gonna go and get my son out of the out of out of dead jail." Mm-hmm. So he goes to hell to bargain for the return of Balder, and hell is he actually was he a bail bondsman? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hell is actually a benevolent goddess of death. She says, "You can have him back. He's he's boring. You know, <laughs> all he does is shine light. He's like a freaking yeah, you know too much." Yep. It's too much. I mean, terrible you, kisser. Terrible kisser. Hello, hell. I have come to bargain. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Kenny. Bell's Bell bondsmen are even more evil than anything the Norse <laughs> mythology had. So, sorry. I, I, I can... <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hell, Hella, or hell, whatever. We'll go with Hella. Says, yeah, yeah. You can have him back if. Everything in the world weeps for Balder. If everything, rocks, otters, platypuses, anteaters. Mistletoe? Mistletoe <laughs> weeps for the god of light, you can have him uh-huh. back. Because he's really harshing my buzz. And so Frigga goes around and tells everything in the world, you must weep for Balder. I miss my baby boy, and, you know, if you don't weep, the world might end, and it's going to be a horrible time, and... Ah! So everything in the world weeps. Anteaters, otters, platypuses, rocks, trees, birds, voids. Everything weeps. Fungus? Fungus weeps. Forgot about the fungus. We, we, are, not, yeah. we are not anti-fungus on this program. Yes, the only one that doesn't weep, Sean Hannity. <laughs> exactly. Everything in the world weeps for the God of Light, except for one giantess in a cave. Who says, why should I weep for Balder? What What the fuck has he done for me? Oh, so the world's gonna end if Balder doesn't care. What is, how does that affect my life? But there's a there's a problem with this giantess. And again, Frigga doesn't put two and two together to get four. Yeah. It's Loki in disguise. So Hella says no. Nope. Was he wearing a false mustache? Uh yeah, but apparently he was he apparently he was like Robin Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, and, and Frigga yeah. missed going ass. Loki to weep. So there are two creatures that didn't weep. Mm, it doesn't yeah. say that she didn't get Loki to weep. This mustache is fake. This guy is a phony. It's a bad baby. She remembered to ask everybody on the planet to weep, 
and then the one thing she doesn't get is this giantess. So or she Loki. already she already tracked down Loki and said weep or else, and he goes okay, here's a chance of tear, and then he goes and fakes being a giantess to pretend to be something but that's that not him. That would have Einhorn. Einhorn And he would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you pesky kids and that I would fucking also... dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please ignore my logic. Continue with the story. I would like to point out that you also have to remember that Loki and and Odin were blood brothers, swore not to hurt each other or do anything to each other. So I would think that you know, and so he couldn't overtly refuse the wheat. Just saying. I understand. But he cannot pretend to be another creature. I'm sure he found some some you know claw uh, uh, pretend to be another creature clause in the blood oath. Yeah, it's, it's Loki. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's a loophole. It's, it's just like would not hold up in the court of law. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, Heller refuses to return Balder due to Loki's treachery, and so Ragnarok, the end of the world, is set into motion. It's not like the world ends right then. No, it's it, it goes no. downhill. But the first thing the gods do as soon as they learn about this is they get Loki good and punished. They catch him while he's a salmon. And they oh, tie yeah. him up under the earth with a poisonous snake hanging over his head, dripping venom into his eyes. Mm. Okay. And that's a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, considering all the, the, the shit that Thor put on his followers and stuff, Thor was not a nice guy in North mythology. <laughs> well, I mean, he was basically a rock star too, going around killing, killing giants and slaves that disagreed with him, or taking people into slavery just because they slighted him just the slightest bit. Yeah, Thor was a wonderful guy. I am not, not so. Look, save your he radical. He had that awesome anth- goat. He had that awesome goat-drawn chariot, though. And the goats that could come back to life after being eaten, as long as you didn't. Yeah, suck them that was, one that's of not too fucked up. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> All right. So we have a treat tonight for for break. I've been saving this specifically for Kenny. Oops. Okay. So. I know you don't really watch Critical Role, Kenny, because that's your show prep night, and, you know, you've got shit to do, which is fine, you know. Uh, So, they've been talking lately about how, when Critical Role started, the original, the the cast was, like, level 10, so gnolls were no threat to them. And everyone, does everyone here know what a gnoll is? Yeah. man. Pretty much. We're, um... Well, yeah, depends uh, okay, on the okay. definition. Hi, more, uh, more hyena. Or yes. it depends on if you're talking about Celtic knoll or yeah. There's a lot of different knolls, but yeah, we understand. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of Dungeons and Dragons, knolls. straight up. Yeah, well, this is Dunge- a Dungeons and Dragons thing. Um, so they, but you know, they're level three now, Kenny. So of course, all of a okay. sudden, regular knolls are absolutely terrifying. You know, oh. so someone, some clever SOB decided that they were going to to make a parody 
of the Judas Priest song, Breaking the Law, and they turned it into regular Knoll. (laughs) All right. So we're going to play that for for a break. Um, Just because I found it amusing as hell. Sounds good. Us, cr- us critters are, are a peculiar people. So, all right. Yes. We will be uh, right back after this with our new segment, Pass Nerd. Right after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. It's more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Feral humanoid, hyena like and brown, slaughtering and eating flesh of the villagers in town. No goodness or compassion resides in its heart, celebrating victory and then ripping your flesh apart. Regular now, regular now, regular now, regular now. So much for civilization, the rampage has begun. Innocent bones shall be broken, villagers on the run. Fight their arms, eat their kids, love spears at their back. Sacrifice to Yinagu, become Lord of the Pack. Regular now, regular now. Regular now, regular now. Regular now, regular now. Regular now, regular now. Be the manticore. Thank you. 
This is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio and Midnight Sun. Did you know that you're currently listening to Indie Media Weekly Radio? I did. I know everything. Indie Media Weekly Radio. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show, every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Yes, master philosopher, alchemist, and eternal love. Oh, Enough of that. We don't have time for your long-winded self-introductions. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. <clears throat> and we're back. For the final segment here on Mike Check Radio. And I will say that there is one thing I think that could be more terrifying to a low-level adventuring party than a regular null. And that is a Beyonce null. Thank you! I'm here all week. Tell your friends.
Oh, wow. She has resources. <laughs> Are you saying that if she tries to sue, you're throwing me under the bus? Yep. Uh, yep. Sure. <laughs> <clears throat> Anywho, joining us, as always, out of the great city of Missoula, Montana, Mr. John Kendall. Oh, come on. You can muster a bit more enthusiasm than that. My mouth is full with a popsicle. Oh, okay. All right. That That is an acceptable reason. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, also joining us of Port St. Lucie, Florida, uh, Mr. Miles Ligon. Yes. So what should I... Uh, nah, never mind. It's a bad joke. I'm not going to... <laughs> Talk about what what my mouth would have to. Be. All right, never mind. Um, <laughs> anyway, stuff that makes me excited. I just put in chat about um, uh, the Dune reboot being a two movie, two year thing. Man, oh, I am so I don't know excited if about two that. movies is going to be enough. That's a long book. I know it is. I read it. I read all of the books. You have to bring that crap up again, huh? You there have you to make me feel bad for not reading Dune. Yeah, it, go to it. The book is way better than the movie. So since you haven't seen the movie, there's no reason for you to read the book either. <laughs> Woot. I twitch. And finally, Mr. <laughs> Kennedy. Uh-huh. Mr. Kennedy. I can hear it from here. Just that, that throbbing vein in your forehead. Just boop, 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 the boop. anime eye twitch. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Mr. Kenny Pick, Cleveland, Ohio. I'm here. So there we go. Yes, like I said, and, there we go. And, Regular Noel, won't you? And I'm chopped liver today. Oh, well. oh, oh, I, I didn't. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle Lagana, Port St. Lucie, Florida. I didn't realize I didn't get. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it's sorry. okay. I'm used to being overlooked. <laughs> oh, come on. It was an honest you're not, mistake. <laughs> you're not overlooked in my eyes, girl. Oh, I know, sweetheart. Oh. I love you for that. <laughs> oh, that butt's getting pushed. <laughs> and that vein is throbbing. I can. Oh, I should have warned you guys at the top of the show. I didn't get my nap today, so I'm extra grouchy. Uh-oh. Oh. So, I mean, like, like, are we talking like, you know, grouchy like a female goblin with a pointy stick grouchy? Uh, yeah, it could be, yeah. Okay, okay, good to know. <laughs> we ready to game? Yes, let's do it. We got a, we got us a jingle for this already. Oh. Well, it's not a jingle. That's the timer. Oh. The one that I sent oh. you. Well, let's hear it. Yeah, that's so a timer for for pass nerd. Let's oh, know, let's know what it sounds like. Hold on, I'm I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Here we go. Pass there. Here we go. Oh, nice gentle music. That's okay. soothing. Should I yes. ch- dial it down a bit? So we're uh, we're supposed to talk over that. Yes. Okay. Oh, and how's that? I just how's that? Qu- I have a, yeah. I just have a question. Are these supposed to be? Are these supposed to be like one? That's what happens after the end of twenty seconds. You get that little buzzer. Okay, perfect. Are uh, these supposed uh, to be, are, are these supposed to be one word, 
Or are they supposed to be? Can we do sentences? Just as long as we don't mention you can anything say with the name. Anything I, except for the words in the phrase or that thing. was sent to us. Yes. I, I okay. Would say since this is Kenny's game, he gets to go first and show us how it's done. Alrighty. All right. And then we just follow his lead. I, I couldn't hear the music when you turned it down, so you need to turn it up so I can hear it. Hold uh, on, let's try this. How's this? Yeah, that's good. All right, can we start start from the beginning? That was the beginning. I yeah, I know, but you're like, how's this? And then, so part of my 20 seconds is, it sounds good. So, <laughs> So, all right, I'm going to describe one thing at a time that Miles sent me. Okay, sure. And then start... somebody else oh. gets to go. And, I, and everybody except Miles gets to guess what I'm describing. Okay. All right? Okay. So. Ready? Yes. Ichigni-san Ike. Okay, this was a disaster movie in the 70s. It was about a skyscraper that was Towering on fire. Inferno. O.J. Simpson. Yes. Got it, John. There you go. You can stop it. Oh. John got Towering Inferno. Ding. Yep. That was it. So I get a point. Okay. Who's keeping track of points? Does Does John get a point for helping you get a point? Yes, yes. John gets a point for, for guessing. So each... So, all right. So here we go. So that's... So first, uh, let me get a clean sheet of paper. And I'll do... Um, <clears throat> all right. So... Uh... Okay. And, uh, and okay, so one point for me, one point for John. So who goes next? Who, uh, do we want to go John next, and then Adam, then Miles, then Michelle? That's how I have it written down. Okay. Go for it. John! Let's, okay. Go for it. All right, hold uh, on. Wait! Fuck e- off. <laughs> <laughs> san Ike! Dance, magic, dance. Labyrinth! Labyrinth! Got oh. <laughs> Alright, John and Adam both get a point. <laughs> I'm on the board! Wow. Right. Adam, do you want me Squeaky to start that. for you? I have it. I have the jingle queued up here, too. Do you want me to start it for you? Uh, So, I'm doing your list, right? I'm yeah, describing I your list. You. Yeah, you're doing the list that you got sent. Yep, yep, yeah. I just gotta find it. Oh, for the love of Pete. Prepared, <laughs> <laughs> Adam. Jesus. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm back in the February. Uh, no, okay. All right. Here we go. So do I pick one or do I just go down the list in order? Just go go down the list. In, in order. In order. Yeah. All right. Ready? Do you want me to start the music for you? Yes, please. You... All right. On your mark, get set, go. Young Jedi. Trainee. Uh... Phantom Menace? Skywalker? No. Obi-Wan and Phantom Menace. Padawan? Anakin Skywalker? I heard Padawan. Who said Padawan? John did. I did. Yeah. Okay. All right. John and Adam both get a point. Got him. All right. It's Miles' turn for Hafner. <laughs> oh, wait. I sent him the ones, so. <clears throat> yeah. I yeah. can't. I have to set out Michelle's, so make sure I remember to do that, please. Okay. All right. Oh, right. I'm I'm playing it now. <laughs> All right. Ichini Sanike. All right. So this is the child of Carnage and Venom. Shit. Sinat- 
synonym. No, that's not correct. The synonym of poison. Ravage. No, no. Oh, oh. Venom. Oh. No. Yeah, no. venom. No. Toxin. And oh. Uh -oh. Aha! Too late. No point for you. Buzzer. <laughs> no point for anybody. Oh man. <laughs> it's Michelle's turn. All right. All right. Ichi, ready, Michelle? Yes. Ichi ni sanike. Science guy, friend of Bill, no, not. Uh, a friend of uh, uh, yeah. All right, John got, got it. Bill. Oh, it's he Bill got Nye. It before I said, yeah. yeah, Bill Nye. Yep, science guy. All right, John. Holy crap, John has four points right now. But I'm like, see, I Second, told you, right? get my trophy ready. Yes. Okay. All right, who's so, next? Uh, uh, that would be me again. All right. So, eat ready, uh, Kenny. Yeah. Ichi ni san ike. All right, this is another disaster movie about a ship that flips over in the ocean. Poseidon and, Adventure. Uh, Poseidon Adventure. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Adam got that one right. Yes. Yes. All right. Point. Point of peace. All right, now it's John's turn again. Okay. John, are you ready? Yep. Ichi ni san ike. Giant red horned guy. Hellboy. Hellboy. Tim Curry. No. Shit. Uh, the devil. Tom Cruise. Uh, Legend. Got it. Yes. Damn. <laughs> Adam and John. John I was points. on the right track when I said Tim Curry, That's too. Curry. You're in second place. How yeah. am I in second after that? I should be in first. <laughs> John has one more point than you. Yep. So, all right. Um, so, Adam, it is now your turn. Okay. Number one. And uh, on your mark, get set, go. William Shatner. Star, Star Trek. Captain Kirk. Uh, uh, scream. God damn it. Michelle got it. Con? Okay. No, no, yeah. it was Wrath of Khan. Yes, at least I got one point, damn it. <laughs> All right. All right, now Adam and John are tied. So. All right, Miles, your turn to get a chance to get on the board here. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> are you ready, Mr. Legon? Yeah, this this one's going to suck. Oh, okay. <laughs> This is a Pokemon character. It is a Pikachu. College? No, teacher in a college. Oh God. Professor Oak. Perfect. Thank you. There you go. There you go. I'm in the lead. Miles on the board. Ooh. Now it's Michelle's turn. Don't guess, Adam. Right, right. Michelle, are you ready? Yes. Do not fail me. Ichi ni sanike. Crow. Tom Servo. Mr. Uh, Size. Oh, shit. Yes. Yeah. God oh. All right. That's my fault. That is. You screwed it's, up. I screwed up. Yes, you did. Oh, you did I, I, you... <laughs> I'm sorry. I got caught up. Please subtract you, a point from my you score. Got, you, you, you called your own list. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ke 
Penny. I said fully Mystery Science Theater 3000 right yeah. after she said Tom Servo. Yeah. All right, Kenny, okay, take, it, take Kenny. a point yep. from me and give yourself and Michelle a point, please. I may only have one point, but you're not going to hear me do that. <laughs> All right. Fun. Is it fun? This is good. Is. Yeah, I, I don't like comp- competition, but it's actually making me laugh. So this All is right, you're, who's next? Uh, well, you and I are tied for third, Michelle. Uh, I, I'm going to suck at this anyway, so I'm, I'm good. All right. Who's next? All right. Uh, it's uh, uh, we go back to the top with me. So, right. uh, Mr. Pick, are you ready? Yes. Ichi ni sanike. This is a war movie with Alec Guinness. Uh, what's Lawrence the of Arabia. Part of, uh, uh, a ro- part of a road that goes over water. Bridge over troubled water. No. Bridge over Bridge over Kirk. Yeah. No, got it. Michelle got it. I would it. say Michelle right. earned that yep. one. Yeah, Bridge Over River Kwai. Yep, that's our ah, movies. Yep. Yeah. I love that movie. Uh, I haven't seen it forever. I got to see it again. So. Yeah, I like the whistling. Yes. <laughs> All right, yeah. it's John's turn. John, can you catch up to Adam? Uh, he's one point ahead. Oh, that son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. All right, John, are you ready? Not the first, but the last kind of horse. Kind of horse. Oh, 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 Palomino. No. Mythological horse. Pegasus. Yes. Yes. Kenny got it. Got it. All right. Now John and I are tied. Thanks, Kenny. You are, and I'm one point behind, so you better hope I don't guess any of these. So, all right, Adam, uh, here's your last one. All right, hold on. You're not allowed to guess yours either, because then you'll be disqualified because you said the name of it. All right, I get it. I made a mistake. (laughs) No, Adam. No, Adam. All right. All right. right. On your mark, get set, go. All right. Uh, made into a bad movie starring John Leguizamo. Died Spawn. and went to hell. Spawn. All right. All right. Who got Spawn? I heard Spawn. I think it was John first, right? John. John to me. So. All right. God damn uh, it. Seven. Right. You guys both have seven points. All right, Miles. See if you can get up to two points now. All right. Ready, Miles? Sure. Ichi ni sanike. This is the movie with the quote, the blank is coming from inside the house. The co- uh, uh, oh, shit. Stranger Calls. Yeah. yeah got it. Stranger Good Calls? Enough. Yep. All right. Well, now Kenny, John, and I are tied. No, I'm one point behind. I'm I have behind. two points. He does. All right, Michelle. Okay. All right, Michelle, uh, don't let me down. Are you ready? Yep. Ichi. Adam, don't put that kind of pressure on her. <laughs> Ichi ni sanike. Director and composer. Halloween. The John thing. Carpenter. There we go. Oh. Got it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Was that Miles? You got that? No. no John. 
Oh, that was John again. Jeez. Yes. All right. John's our winner. Eight points. Yeah. Suck it, Hebert. <laughs> oh, Adam, you were so close. Yes. You let your enthusiasm get the better of you. Oh. Here, I I, I, I have a leftover prize from last night um, from my games. If Ooh, you the third door. Yeah. Um, yes, the third door will finally be revealed. This is a, a comedy bit uh, I did for the Stephanie Miller show years ago about Carrie Prejean and Adam. It also utilizes the song Breaking the Law by Judas Priest. <laughs> um, but it doesn't start out that way. Uh, so here we go. If anybody remembers uh, uh, Carrie Prejean, the uh, conservative Miss USA or whatever the hell she was, just yeah. being an asshole. Um, and, and then it turned out she was like, you know, She's like a sex fiend. Um, so uh, here you go. TMC, the website, have obtained a Carrie Prejean sex tape. They can call it whatever they want to call it. So, so, so this, so what happened? So this, this is not a sex tape. When we <laughs> hear the word sex tape, this is not anything like some of the ones we've heard about. Stephanie Miller. Well, you know, I was all by myself. I was a teenager at the time, and this is this is when you're a teenager. <laughs> Never did I think it would come and just slap me right in the face. <laughs> Gloria Allred, tell us about this letter you wrote to uh, Carrie Prejean. Is this uh, sexting that she has admitted to when a teenager is illegal? Well, absolutely, because minors and adults have been prosecuted, convicted, even sentenced to prison and having to register as a sex offender. I did it with my hot, pointy finger. I don't know if you saw her on Larry King, but she tried to storm off because he asked her questions. Larry, you're being inappropriate. What? Talk about I'm asking a question. I'm not, I'm not Larry. Hello? No, I can't hear you. I want to be alone. There you go. Oh, yes. So who is this that the, who they're talking about? Miss California. Miss California, that's what it was. Yeah, thank you, Kat. Oh. Very old. Very old. It's like uh, eight, nine, ten years ago now. Okay. I love that part where Hannity's trying to ask her about the sex tape. Yes. <laughs> so this isn't, um, <coughs> Wiggles is tie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Purity there. Sure. Yeah. Buy so. that. Yeah. Cause she came out against, uh, um, marriage equality. Um, and, you know, I had another bit about her too, you know, where I mix it with that Miss Teen. South, South Carolina, South yeah. Carolina, yeah, yeah. So like I, the Iraq and the maps and the and such as. <laughs> anyway, that was fun though. Playing, uh, uh, good job, John. Uh, playing Path Nerd. Hell yeah! Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, I, I know the tri- I knew the trigger. The best triggers for John Carpenter. Because, you know, he's you like were, one of It my was supposed to be Hammer so. Horror. Remember, I changed it because I actually gave John my original list. Well, and, and dummy. You said. Well, no, I thought Hammer Horror was. You were talking about the directors for the Trilogy of Terror. No. And that's what I got confused about. That, I, I wasn't I I was really confused. Was, I almost immediately was thinking um, Nightmare Before Christmas when, when you said that. I wasn't thinking. When you, you know, but I, I was stupid, though, because it, it's Danny Elfman does the music for Tim Burton movies. And, you know, they kind of become right, one but of Carp- Yeah, but John Carpenter composed the Halloween theme. So oh, I'm absolutely. Thinking, he composes yeah, so, just about yep. all of his music. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
So good job. That was good. Okay. Yeah. See, that's where we got crossed, Adam. I was. You, we were talking trilogy of terror, the other stuff, and that's why things got confusing. So uh, I was real worried about Bridge Over River Kwai, Miles. <laughs> oh, no, but that's that's one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Good, good. So yeah, I uh, I was like, don't make me rhyme something with Kwai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was worried you just might accidentally say the word uh, "Prisoners of War." Had to build a bridge, and you just say the word "bridge" accidentally. You know? Yeah, well, I said part of the road that goes over water. Or, I heard yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So, I knew I I was I was practicing in my head. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fine. So. Uh, but yeah, so we should do we should do this on a weekly basis. It's fun. Yeah, next next time, Adams, don't make any last minute changes that have to do with other show prep because that really like screws me over. <laughs> Wait, what? I actually no, I actually sent John my first list, so I changed John Carpenter. Okay. I changed two of them and kept Bill Nye, but she got confused. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> So it's Adam's yeah. fault, like everything yeah. else. Uh, it, it, uh, just just it, accept it, the win with some grace, John. It was so fun. No, no, no. No, no grace it, here. Y'all no, know. No, no, you're saying Adam threw the game for you, huh? <laughs> no, I'm saying that, that I'm the best, and it's not just me saying this. I've heard other people say this. Yes. Many There have been reports. All I know is what I read on the internet. Believe me, oh, believe okay. me. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> good win alright good stuff yes. Adam that yes. was fun alright there we go yes I'm here no I was just yeah. replying to Dana Loesch because she says that uh, you should learn more about the things you want to ban I said so you and other conservatives are going to shut the fuck up about abortion until you learn basic human anatomy question mark oh huh. wow got him nice Oy. Okay, Alright, so, yeah, that was fun. I really enjoyed doing uh, Myth Information, too. Yes. Uh, like I said, I'll eventually do a, a series based on uh, the, uh, Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Cool. So, um, can, uh, so, <clears throat> uh, I think I'm doing, I, I'm definitely doing Midnight Sun tonight. Uh, at 11, like usual. We'll do some Amake because I'm off tomorrow. Yeah! Uh, Daylight then... savings time, kids. Doesn't oh, affect yeah. me because I do not work. <laughs> well, hopefully soon Florida will get rid of that shit. So. Yeah, they passed uh, legislation. Yep. yep. But I will, I think, be doing uh, the night show this Friday night for Kenny. Because you're going to see Green Yes, Bonnet. I completely forgot. I completely forgot to tell everybody. I'm going to see the Michael Schenker Group uh, next Friday. It's a really awesome one of once in a lifetime opportunity to see this kind of show because basically he's going to be there with uh, three, possibly four singers uh, from his um, lineups past, uh, with uh, Gary Barden, the original singer of uh, Michael Schenker Group. Uh, then Robin McCauley, who was in in the 80, late 80s, early 90s, uh, uh, who also uh, does um, he does like a big rock experience in Vegas and used to be in a band called Far Corporation. And uh, Graham Bonnet uh, was actually the singer between those two. 
Um, and Graham is on the road. I've been talking to his tour manager, Giles, and um, I, I uh, tried to get them booked in Cleveland when the Graham Bonnet band was touring, but I couldn't make it happen. Um, so I said, well, I'll see you when you come through for the MSG show. And, uh, I said, and, uh, lunch or dinner's on me and, uh, and the show is next Friday. So hopefully I get to spend some quality time with Graham Bonnet. At the very least, I think Giles will let me, uh, get backstage to get some interviews. So, uh, that could be helpful. Oh, that sounds cool. Uh, so yeah, so basically it's, it's just a big, big show where they're doing all kinds of songs from all the, their career. If anybody doesn't know who Michael Schenker is, he got his start in the Scorpions, um, then went on to play with UFO and then went solo. And, uh, yeah, and, and I'm really excited about this. It's a Schenker fest is what they're, the kids are calling it. Yeah. That actually sounds slightly rude, so. but that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, Susan and I are going to that. Uh, hopefully we get to spend, like I said, hang out with Graham Bonnet and, uh, and yeah, but we'll be, uh, on air on Tuesday. And, um, yeah, I hope, uh, everybody has a wonderful weekend. Enjoy all the other programs. I'll be on Southern Progressive Revival again tomorrow. Janet should be returning soon. Um, uh, but again, we want to give her all the time that she needs. So that's my parting shot. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I, Kat, I, I said that, you know, she and other conservatives, I asked if they were going to shut the fuck up about abortion until they learn basic human anatomy. Yeah. Which, as we all know, conservatives don't really get. Oh, all Danish she says is, is, is if, if you can hide a gun up there, that's all she's worried about. Yeah. Yeah. And believe me, I, that's not comfortable. I wouldn't uh, want to hide a gun up my ass. That I'm sounds an idiot. Yeah. I'm a total right. idiot. I posted the pictures of Cheetah, the the, the, the Legion of Doom po- turning uh, the population of the world into Cheetahs and... Um, and uh, Bizarro's over on the Turn Up the Night chat. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to come on, on, on Tuesday and be like, what the? Hold on. I got to see this. Yeah. I'm going to post them in it. And yeah, I'm going to put them in this, ch- yeah. in this chat. So don't worry. I just see. I like to. The Night Show. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have fun doing that next week. Yeah. I'm saying that's. I don't see a picture. I'm gonna put it. I'm. I'm doing it. Just yeah. oh, oh, you, you do the right. parting shots. So. John, parting shot. What do you got for us on the way out? Um, uh, it's great to revel in another victory. All I do is win, no matter what. Um, Wrong. still crush. Wrong. Still crushing the workout routine like a boss. Um, like we expected anything and less. Hashtag cool. ego. Um. Tomorrow, SPR, literally no idea what I'm going to do until I wake up tomorrow. Um, yeah. Other than that, have a great and safe weekend. Um, oh, shit. I'll be off next Saturday because it's uh, St. Patrick's Day and uh, my parents are coming down for a nice corned beef and cabbage dinner. So, Oh, very cool. Woo-woo. I'll be hiding from downtown Cleveland. Uh <laughs> That's probably a good thing. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Uh Miles, what do you got for us on the way out, boss? Um Life is good. 
I don't have anything to complain about. You know, just uh, tune into us next week. Uh, we'll we'll have more fun. Um, I I am suffering through a diet. You know, I'm losing some weight a little bit. I, I got five pounds down, but you know, eh, got more to go. You know, it's it's a chore. Not that I need to tell any of you that, <laughs> but you know. So, there you go. All right, Michelle. Um, my my thoughts are just everybody have a wonderful weekend. Be safe. Um, I had fun with the game tonight. I I, I thought it was going to be really stressful, but I had a blast with it. And next time, we just need to get our signals thus crossed at them. So yes, I fucked up. But moving I, on. <laughs> we will we will work with each other. I love you, Adam. <laughs> I love you more, John. Oh oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John can host next week. John's off next week. Not anymore. Oh. No, I'm just kidding, John. Have a great week um, with you. And have I'm great... just playing. I love you all. Have a, have a have a great time with your parents. Enjoy your. Is there also going to be a bar crawl? I mean, it is St. Patrick's Day. You got to have money for that. Oh right, that. Speaking of money, by the way, my parting shot. Uh, I am the number one cashier in Central Checkout. I got the last $75 award. Woot! Nice. So there we go. Yes. Now there, there's... I don't know. I'm getting conflicting stories. One boss said... One of the managers says, Oh, we're replacing it with a new system where you can earn more gift cards by meeting goals and getting points, and Leslie says, oh, they're not doing anything new. They just don't want to pay money. But we'll see what happens. Anywho, uh, that's it for us. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And uh, we got more exciting stuff coming, of course. And uh, we'll see you... Uh, excuse me. That's kind of wet. Yeah, it's the it's the stir fight. We'll be back next week. <laughs> Time for go to bed. Alright, it is late. Shall we retire? Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye to you all. I'll never forget you. Live in peace. Goodbye, all. Stay happy and good luck. On our way to great adventures. Get out of here. Gasting worm. Push the button, Frank. Listeners, thank you for your attendance.